gentlemen, it's another fun-filled episode of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Open them up, boys. Uh, tonight's delicious libation brought to us by the wonderful folks over at Mar Market Garden Brewery. This is their Lemon Shandy. And uh, brought tonight by our friend... Mr. Chris, Chris Smith. Smith. Excellent. And Chris Smith, tell us a little bit about Cleveland's very own Market Garden Brewery. So... Um, Run by Andy Tavikram as the uh, the brewmaster over there, a former, uh, well, he's a current member of the Snobs, the Society of Northeast Ohio Brewers, mm -hmm. which is a local Cleveland brew club. <clears throat> and uh, he has been the uh, brewmaster over there for, I think, 10 years. A very accomplished brewer. And Andy Tavikram allo uh, allowed a bunch of us from the brew club to come over and do what's called a collaboration brew. So we get the brew on his system. So... Mm -hmm. Everybody showed up, what do you want to brew, what do you want to brew, and people were saying IPAs and this and that and something else. I said, well, we should brew a Pilsner, right. and then you can shandy it out afterwards. And uh, so we ended up brewing the Pilsner, which was delicious in and of itself, and then about a year later, Andy ended up shandying these things out. Mm -hmm. So I take a little bit of credit for planting the seed, <laughs> planting the seed. In, uh, with Andy. So during the, uh, during the Rona here, I've been stopping down there, Every week or every other week, trying to pick up a case or so direct from the uh, from the uh, brew house uh, of his uh, lemon shandy. So, what, what does shandy in it out mean? Like, what is uh, uh, sh to to shandy a beer means to throw lemonade in it, basically. Mm -hmm. So oh. it's a lemon shandy. So Germans will do Rattlers. A lot of times they'll oh, use okay. a, like a grapefruit juice or mm -hmm. orange juice. It, so it thins it out a little bit, but gives it a kind of a summery flavor. <clears throat> and there's not many breweries that'll do shandies. Um, Hansa will do gosas, which yep. are kind of the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, the, the idea behind Radler was, for Germans, uh, they ride bikes everywhere. Mm -hmm. So the bicycling thing is alive and well in Germany. And in fact, weird thing, but our not-so-derogatory term for Germans when I lived there in the 80s, as the occupying military force, we would refer to the, the Deutsche Bundesvolk. You know, instead of calling them the Germans, because right. we're in their fucking country, <laughs> we call them Rads. And I don't know if other I don't know if other people that were deployed in Europe, right. other American soldiers, maybe during the Vietnam era, and certainly now, I don't know if they still call them rads. <laughs> but nobody told me to call them rads except for everybody around me. Yeah. So we're like, we're driving down the road and this rad steps out in traffic. What the fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> rad used in a sentence. And the reason we called them rads is because to Germans, Fahrrad is a bicycle. Mm. Motorrad is a motorcycle. Okay. And so because the bicycle, the Germans have bicycles everywhere and they yeah. ride bicycles everywhere, there's this whole like Fahrrader, like mm -hmm. Fahrrader zone and Rada zone. And so we just started mm. calling Germans rads, like rods. And it was the dumbest thing. And I, my brain <laughs> that spoke German when I went there, you know, yeah. high school type German. Yeah. Did not put two and two together that the reason they were being called rads mm -hmm. was not just like, dude, that's rad. <laughs> yeah. No, it was because they're, they're you know, the preponderance of bicycles. And the German beverage of choice when you're riding your bicycle is a Rattler. So it's half as much alcohol. Um, yeah. So the alcohol is knocked down and the fruit flavors are put up so that beer is exactly what you need when you're riding a bicycle. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. See, I just learned something, though. I never knew. I thought you had to brew a shandy a different way to make it like that. I didn't know it was a mixture, so that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. 
Yeah, it's really, that's kind of a weird thing. And like, they also do the Cuba Libres and stuff. That's another thing of taking like a beer and a Coke and putting it together. Right. So did they yeah. make the lemonade too, or did they buy lemonade and add it to this? Do you know? Uh, he, Pardon me? Uh, did they, like, did they make the lemonade too, or did they buy a commercial lemonade and add it to the... I don't think they buy a commercial lemonade. I'll tell you this the, tastes. The truth of the matter is, is really I don't good. know. This yeah, tastes I thick. Ask him. And, and when you when yeah. when Chris said, "Is it too sweet?" and I went, "Yes, it's perfect." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it still is. it's four point five percent. Usually shandies are like a three. Yeah. And a la- and the lining kugels summer shandy tastes like mm-hmm. you know pool water compared yeah. to this. <laughs> this tastes fantastic. This is like Thank a lemonade you. with a sort of beer aftertaste. Yeah, it's good. I agree. Yeah, perfect summer beer. Fantastic. Thank you, Chris. And no, to his no left. Worries. Oscar, it's been a while. I know. Yeah. I know. My God, know. man, it has been a while. I've been MIA. We've been checking trunks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still uh, working from home. Yeah. Just being isolated, I guess. How is the of. Japanese lessons going? Still going. Yeah. Still going now. I'm actually, I have three apps. So I'm doing uh, Duolingo. Yeah. Another one called Bazoo. And then I have another one just for the actual writing because you have this. I'm going to start calling you in on these yeah, Japanese car yeah, missions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because if nothing else, I can I can send you over the image and it can be your homework. Yeah. And you can yeah, try that, to decide. That makes sense. How yeah. many how yeah. many um, how many symbols are there? So there are like 26, but there's three different alphabets. So they have the the casual one. They have the, the look really high end, mm-hmm. uh, sophisticated one. And there's another one for any word that is not Japanese. Oh, so there's the wow. alphabet just for non right. Parts. So, that, that so mean, like like uh, I don't know like um, computer or right. words that are not traditional. They came from Japan, like they Atari, the, Atari or something like Atari right. computer right. or something like that. Right. So that's that 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 alphabet is expanding constantly, right? Like with new things. Well, well yeah, it does shift a little bit because mm-hmm. they have to since they don't have that many letters in their alphabet, they have right. to combine them to make the other make words that they just don't more have. To make a compound word, right? You're essentially creating a character. Pretty much, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really neat. Yeah. It, it's still. I've gotten nowhere with it. So, <laughs> when I buy a car, ninety percent of the time, if I'm looking at the sheet, I will occasionally ask Facebook to help me solve some of these problems. If I see just, things, just throw that it out there. Google yeah. Translate can't translate. Yeah. I like sometimes you post them, and they're so ridiculous. Like uh, the dirt rider. Yes. Is is yeah. a knife point yeah. assassin or something like <laughs> yeah. that? And there are there are no shortage of those, by the way, where it says like you know, extreme gore and bodily evidence, you know, and what the Jesus like, Christ, what is it just you know? Phil right. says I'll take two. I'll, yeah. Can't we spray for that? I'm not right. paying extra for the gore. The not gore, using right? any black lights on this thing. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and there have been things that there have been things when I purchased the car. And I had question marks, things that I wasn't sure about, but I was like, the car's too good, that's too desirable, it's something I want too bad. Right. I'm willing to take a chance on whatever those four words are I can't translate. <laughs> and then the car comes in and I'm like, oh my God, it looks like it was kicked by a T-Rex. <laughs> and then I translate the last and it's like Godzilla footprint on back trunk, you know? And you're like, now I understand Godzilla footprint on back trunk. It, it was literally kicked by a T-Rex. Because remember, they've had Fukushima, mm-hmm. yeah. like they've had... Uh, several monsoons. They've had several tsunamis and earthquakes in the 25 years that I'm buying these cars. Yeah, so you don't know. So people are getting rid of their shit. Well, and there's rules in Japan. So I have to pay an extra amount of money to get a radiological certification on these cars so that I'm not bringing in 
Because once something radiation. is irradiated, it's irradiated for like 20,000 years. Yeah. So it's going to have to be a long time for me to wait to get this car for the radiation to count, the rad count to go down. Rad's <laughs> like, again. <laughs> so when are you going to buy your... Uh, even if you have that underlighting down yes, at Yes, you get the, right, yeah. the, the ground effects. Jeez. This car came with ground effects already installed. No, <laughs> that's get, Fukushima. Guy comes back, Phil, I bought this Figaro last year and all my hair fell out. <laughs> Do you have and any I idea? Have, <laughs> and I have an extra hand. Yeah. <laughs> but it's on my leg. <laughs> what do you know about that? Nothing. I paid $100 for radiological certification. Yeah. Here's the paperwork. You're Here's good. the paperwork. You're fine. That's something else. That's Godzilla syndrome. You might be a kaiju now. Have you heard of syphilis? <laughs> right. Now, if in case if you did have cancer, just rub your dick on the hood. <laughs> if you had ball cancer, you don't You'll anymore. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. That'll be just drop okay. off in a day or two. Exactly. Don't fun. worry about it. It was nice, though. He was able to cook lunch on the hood anytime yes. you wanted anytime to. you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. The... Uh, that is the funniest thing about the Japanese. The whole thing is, remember, our sins, the sins of America, Volkswagen diesels that lied about their EPA or lied about their smog rating so they could get those EPA numbers mm-hmm. and had it set up so that the second you hooked up an OBD2 sensor, all of a sudden okay. the car ran differently mm-hmm. just for the test. Oh, wow. I didn't know that's what they Oh, it's like when wrestlers cut off their dick to make weight, you know? Um, They spend, like... How often do they do that? Once. Yeah. But it's only for really important matches. Really important matches for the main event, yeah. But it's this whole thing is, like, as long as the testing, as long as the parameters are okay when the test is being administered, then as soon as you unplug the OBD, then the car goes back to spewing out the contents of Detroit on the road behind you. Well, guess what happened to all those cars? They did not get crushed. They did not get disassembled. They got sold to Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. You know, in Libya and everywhere in the world that's, that wanted a Volkswagen turbo diesel, except for America. Right. So when there's a sin, you don't have to bury the sin. You can sell the sin out of the country. When two-stroke Vespas, when two-stroke bikes became heinously illegal in the early 90s, in Italy, they didn't have a Vespa crushing day party. They had a promotion that said, bring us your Vespa two-stroke, and we will give you the equivalent of $700 in 92 money Mm -hmm. towards the purchase of any new Vespa. And you didn't have to prove the Vespa you brought in was yours. (laughs) (laughs) Just show up with it. Pretty much. And it was was the Cash for Clunkers program way earlier. Mm -hmm. And so all these Vespas that had been chained to trees for 25 years, all of a sudden the chains got cut. So, the ch- so it cleaned up the society, cleaned up the environment of all these rusty Vespas. Yeah. Dudes brought it in, or it also cleaned up guys' neighbors' garages of their rusty Vespas. They're dredging rivers. Yep. And getting 700 <laughs> bucks off a brand new Vespa. Yeah. Four-stroke. So it cleaned up their environment, and all those cities that were so clogged with pollution became clean again, right? Mm, okay. So the cash for clunkers thing has happened many, many times. Mm. Well, would it be out of the question to think of the thousands of vehicles that were flooded out in various different tsunamis coming into the market, coming into any market other than Japan? Yep. So, when you're buying a 25 year old car from Japan, depending on where it's from in Japan, it may have experienced the natural yeah. disaster or two, yeah, that's true. or the man made disaster or two. So, yeah, it is one of those things that you do have to be very careful of it and know what signs to look for. Because if you put a Toyota Land Cruiser under five feet of water, it's never the same again. All of the important wiring runs on the floor. All the things between the front computer and the back computer, (laughs) all the things in the entire spinal column of the car is not up in the roof. 
It's literally under the carpet in the back seat and, area. And they're yeah. bad if it sprinkles outside. So yeah. Getting into a flood yeah. is disturbed. You're yeah. done. A salt water flood. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. know. A salt done. water flood five foot deep. Nope. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. screwed. Right. So, you know, there's things you look out for. Like when you look at the speedometer cluster, and if there's like dirt behind the, the speedometer lens, like, you know, you're not supposed to. Pour some water under the bottom pour, of it. <laughs> you turn the headlights on and they're just full of water. Think about this. Yeah. Every phone. So you yeah. don't you don't fuck over the phone company. When you say, hey, my phone broke and I bought it two weeks ago. They open a thing red and dot, they look yeah. and they look, see the red dot. Why the doesn't a car have a It used to be literally inside the headphones jack. Yeah. So when you take your phone in to get another one, they could just peer down in there with a bright flashlight. If they saw the red dot yeah. in the headphone jack. You had submerged your phone in water. Yeah, you bought your own phone. Good luck. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm saying, why well, don't I have another car? A little red. Well, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's called the speedometer lens. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if, the, uh, if the fuse panel, so if the fuse panel is corroded. Right. It's been underwater. Gotcha. Because there is nothing in the world that will protect a fuse panel. Right. A fuse panel is one of those things that even on motorcycles, we see tons of corrosion there. Because there's a lot of electricity, there's a lot of galvanic action Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So when a bike is ever in water, one of the best places to look for it. If you you think your bike might have been flooded out, like a Hurricane Katrina bike or something, Mm -hmm. um, we should call Tom Pennington to ask about this. Because Tom down in uh, New Orleans, he got... Ducatis in that were in people's garages Oof. where the garage was full of mud up to 10 feet. Katrina? Yeah. Because all of the water and the mud came in, but then the water left. Right. And so the inside of the pistons was full of mud. Oh, geez. And Tom, our friend Tom, managed to take these bikes apart and clean them out and make them work again. Holy shit. Bikes that insurance companies had said, Here's your check. But what do you think his hourly rate when he was done was? Oh, I have no idea. No, I'm saying like, you know, what he got out of the bike is that it's like (laughs) $4 an hour or something. Well, yeah. And and that's exactly it. So if you got the bike from the insurance company for free, essentially, and you put 20 hours into it. So that's a a Pena CC kind of deal? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It might be. So (laughs) that's uh, that's that. And to his left. Oh, Steve Sleepy. Tell us about (laughs) our friend Mike. Oh, so boy. last week uh, we were all talking about going riding and stuff. I was actually going to go ATVing, but that kind of fell apart and whatever. Going back and forth, so we're talking to Mike a little bit. And I said, I think I'm going to go out, whatever. And uh, he disappeared and stopped texting and just disappeared. And then his wife texted me. And those that don't know, Mike was on the podcast for a while, for a little while, yep. uh, when, during the winter, and he's just been really busy. But um, he had the, the ever, always look out for this, heading toward an intersection, it was a 55, 60-mile-an-hour road, went through the light, and a lady turned left right in front of him, and he had her full steam, 65. Yeah. Uh, according to him, he did three or four rag dolls in the air, <sighs> landed and did two or three more, then slid into the ditch, um, and then he got life-flighted to Metro, where they found out that he has a crushed pelvis, uh, crushed, uh, I think, femur, or top of his bone, or something. They had to have a hole drilled through his leg to hold it in place. Split spleen, split some other thing. Yeah. Broken ribs, bruised leg, bruised arms, bruised everything. Uh, but he's alive. He's an all-the-gear, all-the-time guy. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah. he would not be here without it, definitely. His helmet mm-hmm. took a pretty good blow. Everything else did. All the gear did exactly what it was supposed to do. Nice. He doesn't have a lot of road rash or anything like that. It's just impact uh, impact uh, injuries. Okay. But uh, so he was in, uh, oh, Mrs. Smith went and, and said hi to him for us oh, because really? of the COVID <laughs> thing. So wow. she went and got to say him and, and said that we all said hi, which is kind of nice for him. Um, she did it via phone. Phone. Okay. Oh yeah, fantastic, super cool. And but... uh, he just he just got moved out of uh, trauma into a room where he's like, you know, now he's it's now it's recovery time. Like they're you know he's not going to explode and die today. Right. 
So now he's recovering, but it still sucks. And and it really it's changed my mind a little bit about. I mean, I was pretty safe going into intersections, but now I'm like really, really cautious if there's somebody in the left yeah. turning lane. Because if you think about it, if you're coming from behind that person and somebody's going to turn left, they can't see you at all. No. There's nothing. They do not know you're there. So either you got to start zigzagging. Mm-hmm. If you can, I'm going to always try to be in the right-hand lane. I'm not going to be in the middle lane anymore. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, intersection, slow down for an intersection. <laughs> what else can you say? Yeah, it's you know? a, it's, yeah, it is the most dangerous place in the world. And, of course, nobody's going to yield to you because... One, even if they are looking mm-hmm. on a motorcycle to the average car driver, which is a pretty low bar, mm-hmm. average car driver, it is extremely hard to judge distance. And especially if it's in a 35 mile an hour zone and you're not going 35. Right. Mm-hmm. So that person makes a calculated thing. The person in the car, they go, I want to get to my destination. I see a yellow light. My natural instinct is I can sneak through. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they see the motorcycle and they're like, well, I have got, I've got the green, <laughs> technically. I've got the yellow, so I still have the right of way. And that person is clearly far away. Before they even get to that part of that third sentence, they've committed to the turn. Yeah. Right. And they're now in your lane of travel. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-mm. So the, the time that I got hit in a left of center situation, the person stopped. Had they gunned it, we would, I would have passed. Right. We would not have hit each other. But they did. The but <gasps> because they got into the middle of the intersection, yep. well into my lane, and it was a one-lane situation, I didn't have an exit line mm-hmm. to the right, I, th- I hit a stationary car. So I hit a stationary mm-hmm. car. Now, I bled off 35 miles an hour, so my impact speed was like 11, but it still put me into the windshield and over the car. Yeah. Because 11 miles an hour into a two-ton vehicle is... Still pretty good. And that's the thing. All the gear in the world, like, obviously the gear worked. Like, he doesn't have, you know, missing skin and missing all this other stuff, right? The gear did its job. Yeah, but But he became a bag of broken bones. That's the thing. One thing that the gear cannot do for you is take absorption of an impact. Yes. You know, that's That's right. That's where... That's where your brain and like, you know, and, not, mm-hmm. and believe me, I'm not, there's no way I'm trying to say that Mike could have done anything different. No, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. at all. No. I'm just saying that as a person that's not crashed, but right. looking at intersections now, yeah. like I'm taking them a you little have a whole bit. new appreciation for intersections. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it made me, like, you know, it's the first time somebody tells you when you like, I remember being like 20 and like my buddy would always come up to a car and he'd park to the left of the car. I'm like, why mm. do you do that? Okay. And he's like, because if you get hit from behind, I'm not stuck between the cars. That's I'm getting true. pushed through. That's yeah. exactly I'm going right. to get injured, but I'm not going to be squished. And You're not it, in a pinch point. Right. And no. so like from that was like 25 years ago or something like that. And I've never not done that. You know what I mean? That's I've right. I've always done that now because it made mm-hmm. sense to me. That's right. And that's, so that's what happened to Chrome, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he might have got the Malachi crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you're right. I think that's what he said. He was on his way to work, got hit yeah. from behind and pushed yeah. in the front. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as an aside, too, another dangerous spot that <clears throat> some of us ride highways <clears throat> and where there's exit ramps coming up on your right, mm-hmm. you really got to be careful because yes. anymore there's people that to your left that are making lane changes uh, because, oops, there's, yeah. My, there, yeah. there, there's my exit. And I've seen that twice the last two days going um, – going to work mm-hmm. and people whipping across diving to their to their exit ramps. So please be alert yeah. as you're going through exit ramps. Yep. Now from now on. That's a very say, big stay deal. Stay the hell out of the way yeah. and be tremendously alert. 
Yeah, anytime you know, you've got two pieces of traffic coming anywhere near each other at the same time. And, and, and here's the thing, like, obviously, like, you know, riding a motorcycle to get somewhere, you know, you got to go with, you got, you're going wherever you're going, mm-hmm. right? But, like, a lot of the, the weekend trips that we've been taking, even, like, a couple hour rides or, you know, we get together or whatever, we've definitely been hitting really nice roads where there's hardly any traffic. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if you were to crash, you're just going to slide off into some grass or something like that. You know, like, you're, you're not going to be happy, but, like, whatever. Right. But, like, but it's definitely... It's going to be a bad day. It's a more relaxing, yeah. and it makes the whole Let's thing... have you... Do the relaxed crash. I'll do the relaxed <laughs> Help you out yeah, later. Relaxed, I, I don't know about. My butt always slams shut, yeah. literally. Yeah. It's yeah. no such thing as relaxed. Well, band camp is pretty relaxing. Yeah. 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 I've had a few I've yeah. had a few very relaxing crashes there where my scooter just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was the cause. It just fell asleep and laid down. <laughs> it just happened to be where we were on it at the moment. So that's where that's where everybody would have been this weekend. Yeah, yeah. we're having some real problems right now. Uh, yeah. at this very moment. My brain wants to be two hours south yeah. of here. Uh, oh, man. And what a weekend. No rain. A little bit of rain, maybe. Yeah. And like 87 degrees. Yeah. It's been, it's been very tough all day today because I've had this like, like, so what if I just jump on my bike mm-hmm. and I ride down there and I show up and I take, you know, I stop at the place on the corner and buy 15 pepperoni rolls. Oh. And I get a cooler full of icy beers, and I go down to the property, and I climb in the creek, and I just sit in the creek and just let all of my stress wash away with pepperoni rolls and beer. And I somehow was like, you know, I should just do that. I should just fucking do it. And I was like, and I wonder if anybody else will be there. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. Well, well, check this out. So um, Dan from Cincy. And he he didn't get back to me too much, but yeah. he was like, he <laughs> said, camp. hey, what are the Cleveland Moto folks doing this weekend? I'm hosting a small scooter gathering near Hillsboro, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Probably still some tent camping spots, social distancing. There's me in the skirt. <laughs> yep. And he said, you can hit 555 on the way home. On the way home. Yep. Yeah, I will post a link to this video um, on our show notes. But this is us doing scooter jousting. Jousting, yeah. And uh, and if you're not careful, you will see my balls because I do <laughs> crash. I do crash while wearing a kilt while we're doing scooter jousting. But yeah, um, you know, one of our friends blows his knee up in this crash. Um, you know, he doesn't leave in a helicopter, but he leaves unhappy to say the least. Uh, but yeah, this is. I mean, this is what we would be doing right now um, in sepia tone. With uh, static lines, with uh, artificial static imp- applied for artistic effect, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's really what you know what we should be, be where we should this? be. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, for like twenty five years, the guy in the skirt, uh, <laughs> that guy right there, that guy is there for twenty five years. So me being here right now is wrong. Yeah. It, it's it couldn't get wrongier. With with the temperature as hot year. as it is, though, I think yeah. there'd be a lot of nudity. Yes, there would be. There would have been a yeah. lot of the pants yes. off dance off party that yeah. usually occurs Friday night. Yep. Which is we get up on stage and the DJ just is on fire. And we, for some reason, just your clothes fall off. It's the <laughs> dumbest damn thing. I don't know it how to describe happens. it. Yep. But every year people's clothes fall off. <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a weird thing, man. It's I don't know. Band camp. I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, it sucks. It's a bad idea. It sucks. You should never ever go. You should never, <laughs> ever, ever go all the time. But the, uh, yeah, scooter jousting, I recommend it to all my friends. The weird thing is, I don't know if, if you guys were aware of this, but it is, uh, it's a very screwed up time in the world of motorcycles right now. It's a very screwed up time in the world of 
motorcycle companies, companies that sell, design, and build motorcycles. And just world in general. Yeah, the whole world <laughs> is screwed up. Yeah. But if it's uh, if it's up to you and you're trying to go out and buy a motorcycle right now, right. weirdest fucking thing. People who sell boats, people who sell RVs, people who sell bicycles, um, guess what? They're selling out of them mm -hmm. because one, a lot of their inventory or the parts that go into their inventory comes from China oh. or comes mm. from Italy, two places that were hit particularly hard in the virus. Right. And so there's a shortage already. There's an instant supply problem. And when the whole government is telling you the only thing you're allowed to fucking do is social distance, you want to jump on that motorcycle. You want to get in that camper. You want to get in that boat or take that canoe out. You can't buy a little plastic boat. Buying a kayak right now. Oh, yeah. you go to any. There's you know, no kiddie pool. There's no kiddie pools. Oh yeah, you're oh, right. Oh my yeah. God, what are you dads gonna do? I know. <laughs> There's no kiddie pools. Just get all the five gallon buckets in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put them together. All the five gallon buckets in the world. Um, there is nothing. I mean, it's the strangest time in the world. So, Chris, you went to Janus. I did. You went to Michiana. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with Michiana, it's, is it technically Michigan's like dingleberries, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what comes it's, off the bottom of Michigan. Yeah. It's, it's Michigan's, uh, you know, racist cousin. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Michiana. And so you got to go and meet the guys who build the Janus bikes and you got to take them out for a ride? I did. I yeah. did. There was a, uh, did you take out a Halcyon? Uh, yeah, and and it was a, a shop bike, so it uh -huh. wasn't the, wasn't the ones that they're, they're selling, but it was you know good enough, and uh, I would, it was good enough. Well, it, right. you know, it was broken they're, in. Yeah, they're they're closed right now, so the guy was nice enough. His name's Grant, who was nice right. enough to meet me there, um, and uh, he had a, a a shop bike that they were you know using for test rides, so it was fine and. Couple of things I was concerned about is my seating position on the bike because I got mm -hmm. kind of longer legs, yeah. and uh, actually the pegs are are so low that that my my hip uh, flexion was uh, less than you know not as uh, extreme as for instance on my concourse or even on the uh, the V seven right. So uh, it was very comfortable. Um, first gear is kind of a little weak, uh, but second, third, fourth, fifth, it's fine. Okay. All right. Um, I got the thing up to maybe, you know, just a little bit south of 70 miles an hour. Okay. On, on right. one of their side roads. Um, totally respectable. Yeah. Yeah. 50. Yeah. Brakes, brakes. Great. Mm -hmm. Um, has, you know, relatively good, uh, pickup, uh, great handling. Yeah. Um, you can lean the thing. I didn't really, you know, get on any real twisties out there because all their roads are at 90 Pretty degrees. Straight. Yeah, they're all they're, <laughs> they're on a grid system out there. Yeah, but, if uh, you want to go into a twisties, I recommend the Wendy's drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a hell of a decreasing <laughs> radius left-hander there. <laughs> but uh, you know, the bike was uh, was very comfortable to ride. Um, the speedometer was a little hanky. Uh, yeah, kind of kind of bouncing around. Probably and, a Chinese off-the-shelf unit. Yeah, right. Um, but a beautiful looking bike. Yeah. Um, how did the, I thought how did the it welds was, look? Like when, me? when you looked at the welds, remember? We... I, yeah, I inspected all the welds. I took an extra like three hours to inspect every weld. And <laughs> you um, brought out your magnetometer. Yeah, yeah you, you did x-ray uh, testing. All right. They were uh, FG. So, okay. So um, yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the deal is that you can't get one right now anyhow because yeah. they've shut down mm. their assembly and all that kind of stuff. And... So I was talking to the guy, and I said, well, 
He says, you know, you you could probably get one by the end of October. I said, Holy shit! Well, I said, I said, look, that that doesn't do me any good because that's the underwriting season. Right. And you guys have a two-year warranty. Yeah. So oh. I'm not going to eat up <laughs> six yeah, months luck, of the, ri- the warranty in right. the... Uh, While the snow's falling. Yeah. I so, so he says, well, you can order it and pay for it and then pick it up in uh, February. Okay. I said, well, nope, still, still wrong, still wrong. Uh, yeah, we got, we got uh, salt here in Ohio, so uh, uh, I'm not going to get it all toasted up. And they have the same salt in, in Indiana. Right? Well... If they do, yeah. they do. So yeah. I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about it in a little bit more detail to see how this plays out. But yeah. uh, So he, he said, uh, you know, give a call in December, see what kind of deals we have, end-of-the-year deals. And so okay. well, I'll, I'll do that, and I'll see what they have to say. And, but I mean, hey. Did you feel like you had to have one, though, after riding it? No. Okay. No. Yeah. So, you know, and I actually – told the guy because it took me four weeks or so to kind of get this all set up to go out there and i finally told him i said well grant look i'm i'm looking at maybe buying a 2020 uh on a monkey right and or you know 2011 if i can get my hands on it um enfield c5 military so right exactly I said, you know either either you help me out here or right. Or you don't, and uh, sounds like he's just not in a position. Well, yeah, and I think that's part of the, of the issue is that right. they uh, they only have Oscar. so much stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. And well, um, his stand, so his stand is going. Yeah, it's a, that's one of those situations. That there's nothing he can do about it. If he doesn't have any supply, so and I've been in that position for the past what month now on all the SSR stuff. There's just nothing I can do. Oh, it's DHLs here. Check it out. Oh my goodness. It's like an 8 p.m. delivery on Friday night. That guy's not having. But the. Uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, yeah, 9 p.m. on a, a Friday night. DHL in the house. All right, so Chris. So, so, so here's another part of the whole story is that. Um, so my brother Justin, who has a 1969 uh, Ford. Mustang Fastback with a uh, 351 Cleveland engine in it. I saw it. It's a beautiful car. Says uh, he wanted to go out there because he wanted to. He knew that in Indiana uh, he could get a bottle of Blantons to pay me back because I lent him a bottle of Blantons. Oh, which is a bourbon. Yeah. So he says I'll drive you out there in the in the Mustang, and then uh, while you're doing your test ride, I'll go get the Blantons, and then uh, okay, and then we'll drive back. All right, and. uh, so we're out there on I-90, uh, you know, cruising along, getting a lot of people waving at us and stuff like that, checking yeah, out the car. Yeah, checking out the car. Until we get to be about right? eight miles east of the Blue Heron service exit, at which point he's not driving a car anymore, but he's driving a crop duster with all the smoke coming oh, out of his Oh, shit. Car. And uh, so we pull into this place, thank God, and uh, his car's just smoking all the Sam Hill. And uh, I said, Justin, this car is not going to make it to Indianapolis or to uh, to Goshen, Indiana. No, it's not. And uh, so he called a tow, and he had to get a flatbed tow mm. to drive him back to Westlake, Ohio. Here, which means I'm at the Blue Heron. Mm-hmm. So I get to make the unenviable call to Mrs. Smith, saying, <laughs> "Hey, can you uh, drive out here and uh, pick <sighs> me up and?" Uh, 
drive me to Indiana, at which point she says, what, what, no. Wait, wait, wait. That's not even asking for a six-hour round trip. <laughs> that's asking for a three-and-a-half-hour trip to you. A and two then. Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She says, no, I'm not Holy doing that. I said, well, shit. how about Tristan? You know, he's sitting right. around. Have him drive my car. Right. Pick me up. We'll go to in- Indiana, and uh, then uh, we'll drive back. And so they said, well, we'll see you in a little bit. And they show up with two cars. Here's your car. Fuck you. We're driving back to Cleveland. Oh, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, Which I said, is still right, great. Pocket, they delivered know. a car, right? So yeah. by that point, Justin was already on his way back to Cleveland, right? Yeah. So I'm the car. I drive to Goshen, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Test ride the bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, Justin had, had given me a, a, little, um, a, a little note that says, well, here's where the Blantons is. Here's their phone number. Here's their street oh, address. Oh, okay. Right? All right. So... I show it to the guy at at uh, Janice. I said, "Where is this?" He says, "Well, it's it's about twenty miles southwest of where we are right now." Okay. Now, to put it in perspective, Cleveland is northeast yes. of Goshen, so of I'm Goshen. going another twenty miles. Going in, the wrong way. In the wrong <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. I said, "All right, I'm going." Just add an hour to your trip if you don't talk. So I so I punch that in, and I get to the place. There it is. I walk in. And I said, "Hey." Uh, you guys got a bottle of Blanton's behind the counter for Justin Smith. The guy says, what do you mean? I said, well, my brother called, spoke to a lady that's behind the counter. Right. And this guy spends 20 minutes looking for this fucking oh, bottle shit. of Blanton's. Does he have it? Nope. <laughs> and I said, are you? I'm thinking, fuck. Are you actually kidding me? So, yeah. <laughs> I, so I called Justin. I said, who the fuck did you talk to? He says, I don't know, some lady. Anyhow, I go back to the guy at, at the counter. I said, was somebody working here on Thursday? A lady? Oh, I don't think so, but let me call our other store. Oh, no. Oh, oh shit. No. Where is this fucking thing? Of course, the other store. A lady answers and says, Yeah, I got a oh, bottle yeah, of it right here. Is that Justin Smith? I said, <gasps> and I said, yeah. Oh, no. So I said, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go no. to the other store. Where's that? And honest to God, I don't know if you guys have ever been in this situation, but say, well, see this road out here? Just go on down this road for a while. A piece. And then, down yeah. the road a piece. And then you go through a traffic rotary, and the next street you come to, take a left, and it's right there. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about an address, man? How about how about the name of the town? Oh, it's like Nipanema or something like that. Okay. I said, where I'm taking a left, does that have a name? Yeah. And he says, yeah, it's like Main Street. I said, is that it? And another customer says, well, it's Route 6. I said, okay, Route that 6. Helps. That helps. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I said, I, like I take that. a left, and it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. There's a Speedway gas station. Okay. Of course, you get right. down there, you take a left. And within the first 100 yards, I'm looking right and left, right and left, nothing. right and left. And nothing. there's fuck off. Nothing, nothing. Uh. I'm going, I go a mile, nothing. I'm going, where the fuck is this goddamn fucking Speedway gas station? Three miles down the road, <gasps> Speedway, there it is. Oh, All shit. All right. Uh. Of course, I walk in, and there it is. There's the bottle of Blanton's. I said, okay, fuck. Wow. Hard fought and fucking fat bottle of Blanton's. <laughs> yeah. I never gave up. Holy never gave shit. Up. And, and as I'm standing there, they have two bottles of Four Roses Small Batch Select right on the counter. <laughs> mm. I thought, oh, my gosh, that's good stuff. Because here yeah. in, in Cleveland. You can't get that. It's Well, it's hard it's to rare. find, but it's, yeah. it's like 55 or 60 bucks a bottle. Mm-hmm. I picked up one of these bottles, $149 for the bottle. I go, what the fuck is Are this you a-? kidding me? No. No, it's three times as expensive. Oh my god! So I don't know what they're doing. What over the there. fuck is going on with so, that? So I put that one back. Yes, you did <laughs> twice. And, uh, I picked I, it up, looked at it again, and put it back yeah, again. Fuck does. Like, Just can you for do I drove like six hundred miles to get here. Can I please get a discount or something? Yeah. Yeah, I said yes. No, fuck you. Right. <laughs> hey, get the fuck out of here. So anyhow, so that was it. So I, 
Then, you know, turned around, drove back to Goshen, Goshen to the highway, and another five hours back to four and a half hours back to Cleveland. Shit. Um, but was the bike I'm, ride worth it? Were you like, yeah, that was yeah, a good best trip. ride ever. Totally you know worth what? it. You know, I'm I'm glad I went there. I'm glad that I checked it out. I'll mm-hmm. wait to see what his uh, end of the year deal is all about. Yeah. And, all right. And if it's a good deal, then I'll seriously and obviously that's one. And, right. And if it's not, then it's not. Then there's other bikes out there to to right to spend your money on. Yeah. There's a, there's plenty of shit out there. I mean, it is. It's weird right now. Did you uh, did you tell him that you had a drifter and that you might be interested? You know, something like that. Might be interested in what? A little trade, a little drifter. For I'm not a... trading the fucking drifter. I was going <laughs> have to get a letter from me first. Yeah. What are your nuts hanging out the window? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> the uh, it, it's uh, I had a customer come in today, and uh, super great guy, and he's been trying like hell to buy a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and he went to the Harley Davidson dealer. And he's <laughs> eyeballing uh, a leftover 2019. Uh, Cam would know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's a it's a sportster of the, it's a it's a sportster variety piece of shit. It's in the strain. Uh, it's it's in the strain. <laughs> it's got, right. It's it's the uh, it is apparently the girls Harley Davidson. So uh, oh these guys are about to get their ass lit up. Watch that. Oh hey 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 whoa 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 yeah fire right behind me. Okay. But so he went there and looked, and the guy literally at the Harley Davidson dealership had said, "If you want this bike, I'll sell it to you." Mm-hmm. But it's at a nine hundred dollar premium because you're buying my floor model. Oh. A premium. Yes, yeah. a nine hundred dollar premium because you're buying my floor model, and I don't have another one coming in, so that people won't be able to see this particular model model of Sportster. So it's on you. You have to pay extra for that. So if you want this bike, you can have it tomorrow. But it's a $900 premium. So what they've done now is due to this, if you have a boat, you know, a boat dealership or RV dealership or whatever, like it's very hard to buy toys right now. They have taken this psychology to the point where they're (laughs) no longer saying, not only do we not negotiate, but if you'd like to buy any of our existing non-current dated inventory, it's a 19, mm-hmm. we're going to put a $900 tariff on it because you can have it tomorrow or the next day or whatever it is. Well, that's like the Corvette guys. They're yeah. so boned up and hard on for the 2020 Corvettes yeah. that they all sold out when they came out, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. There's yeah. the, there was a whole article, and it's from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Whoever, the guy in Cleveland bought... Cameron like, Vanderhorst. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the guy bought the first, like, available 2020. In fact, it might have been one that they used it, like, the car shows to show it off, okay. and they sold right. it to him. And then he smashed it into a tree. So the whole front of the car is, is destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. And right now it's for sale, and the the current bid is seventy nine thousand dollars for a sixty nine thousand for a crashed sixty nine thousand dollar car. Yes. Fuck me. That's that's, that's how. Just ridiculous. That, so the premium they're making their own premium, yeah. but it's so because oh, they figure so that ridiculous. the motor's in the middle, so yeah. it didn't get hurt. Right. Well, but you know what? That's not. We used to be able to say that about cars. When a car was a bumper, a bumper. And two railroad tracks between those two bumpers, right? right? That's right. how cars used to be built. Yep. Railroad tracks, bumpers on each end. Yep. But now every car in the world is not just a unibody, mm. but it is a science experiment of aluminum and carbon fiber and different things that are literally glued together there, with glue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, and if they hit a parking bollard, if they hit a Prius, the back bumper might fall off because of the stresses that are distributed through this safety it's cage. It's not hurt, hurting the Prius at all. No, no, no probably not. <laughs> there's, right. a, there's a YouTube channel called Goon Squad. 
Okay. There's these two Tennessee kids, very pleasant, like positivity sure. guys, you know, and they buy like cars that are wrecked and fix them. Okay. And like they've, they've done it to the racing Vipers, Ferraris, things, Jeeps, all this stuff. But like they, every car they get now, especially even the big <laughs> trucks, like the big 350, you know, F whatever, $70,000 trucks. Mm-hmm. So they, all these cars are smashed. So you get to see them take them apart. And you would, just like you're saying, you wouldn't believe it. This one, the whatever car they're working on now had four radiators. It yeah. was like right in like this in line. Yeah. There's four of them. Like two of them were for intercoolers or something. Yeah. One was for something else, whatever. And they were literally glued together. Yes. Like you couldn't. No, they're replace. adhesives. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. fucking the, crazy. the amount of adhesives that are used in modern car manufacturing is shocking. Yeah. And Even Tesla, I mean, the, yeah. a big chunk of it is. Yeah. Like glued in. And in so many yeah. vehicles yeah. where aluminum panels are joined or mm. non-homogenous metals are joined, mm. it's just using it epoxies. Yep. So it really is. And when it comes time to fix that, not fun. Hell hath no fury. Like if you've ever tried to unepoxy something, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, that was a uh, an epoxy is a cruel mistress. Yeah, not even fun. I'm good. I've I've got one going, but I will drink the shit out of that. So. <laughs> I opened up a Natterday's light just so I could see how the, you know, the drinking the glass looks. Now, is that a new one or is that still from last year? This is from the, the never-ending case of Natty. Okay. This is from... It's still going. It's the Hanukkah. This is, is June this is of 2020. It is June of 2020. <laughs> and this says... No, nah, I mean, I, who, who the fuck knows what it says on it? I'm sure it will actually have a date, though, if I spend the time to look at it. But, uh, yeah, this is not... A fresh beer. The not date is by corroded. A long shot. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the date. It doesn't even have a WWW on it. No, that's not true. Uh, but it is, it, it is, I find no evidence. I know that the ABV has to be printed on here somewhere, but I do not find any evidence of it. If they don't, it's because it's so low, it's embarrassing. It's 4.7. Really? No, 4.2. Oh, okay. So this is 4.2, and this is 4.5. Nice. Bing. Well, that one's um, so old, it's got a full ring pull tab. It, uh, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and I can hang it on my jean jacket because I'm cool. The uh, I did participate. In, well, I guess I'm going to show you guys. Um, I got something cool. I went on this other podcast. You may have heard of it. Oh, yeah. All the Motorcycles and Misfits. We oh, saw those that. guys. Is that a real podcast? It is a real podcast. They, they don't <laughs> go deep, though. They don't go hard. They're like 30 minutes in and they're done. Yeah, I don't think they're even in the top Check 10, I think. They sent me a shirt. Oh. Look at that. Sent me a shirt. Are you going to see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I participated in a uh, little trivia game of theirs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what Liza said. It was a busy week for me. I was out picking up and delivering bikes, and they do their podcast on Sunday evenings. Well, it's... There you go. That's that's modeling. <laughs> oh, look, it's got a tag on my dick. Uh, <laughs> it says black. Doesn't know me too well. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing black about that dick. Uh, now... Here's what pretty loom. Well, ever Quality. since you got it fixed, it's been all right. It's been okay. Yeah. The uh, so their podcast, they do their podcast like 7 p.m. Santa Cruz time. Oh yeah. Or 6 p.m. Santa Cruz yeah. time, which is way too light out. Yep. And they do the the Zoom thing as well. Mm-hmm. And they're all well illuminated because they have sunlight there. Yeah. That comes into the houses. <laughs> Which we don't. And so so I look very dark. I look like Nosferatu in, in the video. <laughs> but it was all about, uh, I thought it was fun because their, their uh, game topic was motorcycles, what have animal names. Oh. So you can listen to the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast. And I was, I was hoping it wasn't going to be a technical challenge. Because I know Liza pulls this shit. Well, she'll have me in there. And she'll be like, okay, tonight we're going to have a, a, a contest. We're going to have a game. 
<laughs> and on the first team is going to be Nock and Mike and Michael and Emma and Megan and Kat. And on the second team is going to be Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and she does this shit to me. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> but so this particular game was Phil versus Emma versus the rest of the misfits. Eh, okay. It's a bit more fair. A little bit more yeah. fair there, but yeah. fucking Emma's super oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma yeah. knows more about yeah. motorcycles than I, I will ever know yeah. about motorcycles. Because while she spent her life adoring British motorcycles, I spent my life ignoring British motorcycles. What phone number do you want them to call? We got a grant? In? Yeah, tell them to call. Whoever has the loudest speakerphone. Yeah, uh-huh. mine's pretty solid. All right, so have them uh, call them 440. Uh, wait, 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 don't, not over the yeah. phone. Oh, they all know. <laughs> <what they're doing. laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah, you cut it. You got it, yeah. All right, there you go. 555. Five, five. So anyway, five, five, five. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was cool. When you try to think of all the motorcycles yeah. that have animal names, and they were also letting it be um, any motorcycle that was uh, like a water buffalo counts. Okay. Even though the bike's Christian name is the GT750, water buffalo is acceptable. Yeah. So was it one one at a time? Yeah. Just one-upping each other? So the problem was nice. fucking misfits would get shit wrong, and they'd correct each other, and that would count. Oh, but for me and Emma, it's sudden death. Yeah. Uh, right. He wants to know what's the name of the podcast. Cleveland Moto. All right, that's what I was going to say. Oh, wait, so wait, he's Chris, betting us now? Fuck you. No, <laughs> Chris I, doesn't I don't know, know it. whether it was clevelandmoto.blogspot.com. <laughs> no, we're done with that. <laughs> it's just Cleveland Moto. Yeah, Cleveland Moto. The blogspot thing is all wrong. Yeah, clevelandmoto.com. So, yeah, so that was the. Uh, but so I managed to win. Uh, but you know which one we didn't say? Which one we didn't announce was we didn't announce. Uh, the the Honda Super Cub, we missed it. Really? Eight people, seven people, all throwing out names of motorcycles yeah. that are animals, and nobody the fucking nailed the uh, nobody nailed the uh, the Honda Super Cub. So all right, I'm standing by when when he wants to call in. Is this going to be Grant? Uh, I think it's going to be Richard. Richard, okay, all right, yep. Or Richard. So does he go by Richard? Jean Claude Richard. Jean Claude Richard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll sort it out once. We'll see if he calls, right? So that's yeah. cool. Uh, he does put it like right down here and it should, it yeah. should be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the nice, good thing is machines like to listen to other machines. Yeah. So you could be talking in a normal talking voice and you could be carrying on a, cell, a telephone conversation on speakerphone 90 feet away. Okay. And that <laughs> shit will come through. Yeah. 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 We'll hear you perfectly fine. Uh, there won't be any question about whether or not you can be heard. So, yeah, that's super cool. The uh, So the concourse. Yeah. Honest to fucking God. Yeah. I don't know where the hell I was going, but I was in fourth gear at 70 miles an hour in that fucking thing. Yeah. And there's still more <laughs> more torque in fourth gear. Oh, yeah. But holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That thing's got bigger balls than I do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a, we were just talking about, it. it's a nail. It's one of those motorcycles that I still just consider that motorcycle to be a fucking nail. Wow. Because they, they got it perfect. Now, every concourse that's happened after that has been a better, in some way, better. But the thing was, they're all out of the exact fucking recipe. And the recipe of that Gen 1 concourse was so good. Oof. It was just fucking perfect. And I, 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 I 
find it hard to find anything that's wrong with it other than, oh, it has carburetors, and carburetors are a system that doesn't work with today's modern fuels. And, and it's yeah. a little cramped when you're, when you're trying to do the sport touring kind of thing. Yeah, but, uh, well, okay, I could understand. But, yeah. honest to God, that thing just has more rip and tear. It does. It absolutely does. The, uh, Which is an official motorcycle phrase. Yeah, right. <laughs> rip and tear. Yep. Yeah, and the... It's also a drag show. It's really cool. <laughs> then we were ripping and tearing. The, uh, <laughs> it is very. Uh, we were talking about events, and so it's also an arts and craft show too. There, yeah, right. Ooh. The and the show about virgins. <laughs> oh, yikes! Ooh. Settle down. I thought that. GG. I thought that this year was going to be one of those years where it was going to be. We knew Corona was going to be fucked up yeah we knew that corona was going to keep us in our houses we knew that things were going to look bad pretty much on march 5th or 6th yeah <laughs> it didn't take long it wasn't like this this could be weird well it was supposed to magically clear up by easter though yeah it was sure wasn't it uh, it's just gonna go away right just, just, uh, you'll be in church on easter it'll just go away but now it Sorry. is very much looking like a lot of the ta- a lot of the cities and a lot of places that said we're kind of opening things up yeah. have now this week posted their highest numbers of getting it. Mm-hmm. So again, I was talking about like a lot of people felt like there was this buildup and then there was a drop off and then another buildup or what they're calling a second wave. And pretty much the, the rules are, if you like numbers, you'll know that there isn't a second wave. We're still very much climbing the first wave. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone who thinks that, you know, well, you know, we're going to cruise now and the second wave will get here. No, no, we're still climbing. So and people are starting to do big events. My yeah. stupid job is sending me to Philadelphia next week. I have to get on an airplane. Whoa! Yeah, really. I'm, I'm going to be in a bodysuit. I would recommend. Yeah. yeah, Tyvek. The whole I'm thing. Not, right? I'm not going to Tulsa. Oh, for the Trump for the Trump rally. <laughs> you love him, but you don't love him that yeah, much. Right. You're not standing in line singing outside of the convention center. No, I just saw Did you guys that. see the video? That was amazing. Uh, yeah, it was like. <laughs> That's totally that that is just happenstance though. It just happened. That's oh, that just happened. Those yeah. people haven't been practicing that for the past six months. No. They aren't paid giant checks to give up their They are class they have jazz hands. They so do. They no, they are they're a troop. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. a troop. They're a troop that got a giant check. Somebody wrote a check. Yeah. Something so like they're they're called like Tulsa Madrigals. Right. And they got a check in the mail <laughs> one day. And they got a check and they were like, What the fuck is this? We got it, we just got a we just got a two million dollar check. Yeah. And let's be honest with you, it's the Trump team, so it's probably a twenty thousand dollar check. Right, you can that, split it seven that ways. Might bounce that, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's signed, a really big signature. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> having a stroke. But the third one this week. When you look at this, when you look at their presentation, when you look at what they've got going on, oh, like the one guy's got the little Bluetooth mm-hmm. speaker thing with yeah. the with the drum line yeah, on it, yeah. and then the other chick's strumming her guts out. But you can tell these guys. Did, this is not a throw together. Dude, no. they had it to the point where her guitar neck, yeah. she was like bouncing. Yes. And the guy was missing. He the, was missing the car neck, yes. By so like millimeters. This is extraordinarily yeah, choreographed. Yeah. And then the statement was that people are getting there early, mm-hmm. but you do they do a scan. They do a oh, pan it's... to get the angle of the whole troop. And you can see there's nobody on the block. No. These are the only people there. But and they were planted there with the idea of entertaining the early arrivals. And as you can tell, there are no early arrivals. No. And to suggest that they are anything other than a paid troop. Now, I want to know how big the number would have to be for me to rehearse and learn three songs <laughs> that were songs I was diametrically opposed to. 
right? right? I you could come up with the titles. It would have to be something of the like the Nambla variety, right? right? right. But how big would the check be for me to go out and be like, all right, Steve, Oscar, we have some musical talent here. We have some musical firepower. We're going to go work this out. This is the outfit we're going to wear. And we're going to go to the convention center and we're going to play these three songs over and over again until the police show up. <laughs> and then we're going to make it even better because we have to get on camera playing these it. three yeah, songs. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to throw things at the police. But the this song was so infectious. Um, I made the mistake of playing it in the shop. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, fuck, man. James is walking around singing it. Earworm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but there is no way that that was like a homegrown, straight up, like, no. yeah. But the thing is, and like, and again, I don't care about politics, whatever. Right. But, you know, this is just news. Yeah. And a lot of the people that support the president do not wear masks because they don't think it's it's the right thing to do. Yes, they think I get it's it. fake, yeah. whatever. Right. So they're going to have these giant rallies yeah. where people are purposely not doing any safety precautions <laughs> whatsoever. They don't just, want to be confused for a Democrat. Right. So they got to take the mask off. So somehow, and, and I don't claim to be any party, but yeah. I, I, I just, I like science. I, I love science. Science is a cool yeah. thing. Right. And I believe doctors that have spent 30 years studying infectious diseases mm-hmm. compared to my, I didn't even know this stuff existed until four <laughs> weeks ago. So I'm kind of going to go with those guys. Right. Yeah. And so I can't wait to see what happens after some of these things. I mean, look, mm-hmm. did you hear about the girls in Florida? Yeah, uh, the 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 very basic ladies who like they have a knitting club, but they decided it was it was time to go out on the town. So sixteen of them went out, and sixteen of them came home with coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> All sixteen. It was a one hundred percent saturation rate. <laughs> it was one hundred percent. And they went to a bar. Yeah, a and bar. the funny thing is, there are no stats for all the other people in the bar. Nope. Like how many other victims there were. And, and because and who the, did they touch? And who did I they believe talk? it was the Oregon choir thing, the Oregon church choir thing, where there were sixty-one members of the choir, and like fifty-three of them got the Rona. Right. Because. It turns out that singing oh, no. projects is kind of spitting at each other. Spitting at each other. Yeah. And it turns out being in a bar yeah. and talking like they do is spitting at each like other. Like ladies do yeah. when they're in a bar. And after a couple of cocktails, a few, yeah. a few pops mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it turns out the virus, <laughs> the virus really likes that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So go figure. The uh, just kooky, but. Ooh, taste my drink. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. It's so just, good. She told us Trump a drink. I don't know why, but when I get drunk, I would just want to make out with you. <laughs> yeah. These girls have been on lockdown for how many months? Oh. You know they're making out. <laughs> you know that all of them made out. They all just totally made out. Yeah. They just made out. Forget this knitting shit. Yeah. <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to bring camp? out the scissors. <laughs> yeah, that's straight, oh, to, straight, straight to the arts and crafts. <laughs> but the... Uh, so Sturgis, though, is absolutely game on. Oh, dude. And as I was traveling cross-country, uh, I made a couple of trips to Baltimore in the past few days, bringing back these dumb little cars. And I was uh, going through a part of America where the NPR signal fades out, and it's replaced by not one, but two fighting Jesus channels. Oh, yeah, <laughs> those are the best. So you're like, you're sitting there, and you go over a hill, and you go over a hill, and it goes from like, and next on All Things Considered... Jesus will save your life. And, right. And, and then you'll hear the cross chatter of the other radio signal coming in talking about like, you know, but it's only with guns that we can make Jesus more powerful. Right. Yeah. And so that takes you away and you have to turn off the radio. Did they have the uh, rock in the name of Jesus kind of <laughs> tunes and stuff? They, they had uh, a lot of the stuff. A lot of the billboards are like 
the only thing that can save us now is coal and Jesus. Yeah. And you're like, why I'm super duper in Pennsylvania right now. The Alleghenies are like, and they're gorgeous and they're beautiful and it's fantastic. But it is like coal there is a religion. And suggesting that you're going to take any coal away is not spoken about. You don't, don't talk about that. that. No, they don't like that one little bit. Clean coal. I love the, the billboards everywhere for clean coal. And I'm like, you can't even touch it. <laughs> like, it's not even clean to look at it. It, hurts, it makes your eyes filthy just looking at it. So there's no such thing. You know, come on, man. So anyway, <laughs> I do tune into a local radio station, and it's all about the Carlisle Car Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Carlisle. I forgot Carlisle. about that. Yep. Right. I used to go to um, uh, uh, import shows mm-hmm. there all the time. Yeah. And so Carlisle is a big goddamn thing. That's huge. I mean, that's yeah. a huge... It's got to be what, like 40, 50 acres of, of, of thing? Well, it is. And it makes mid-Ohio look like a drop in the bucket. Oh, yeah. And for all of us that worship at, um, at Carlisle or worship at mid-Ohio, it really is nothing. So Carlisle is over 100,000 people. Yeah, it's huge. It's fucking huge. And that is going to exceed... <laughs> Um, any state's 100 people or less rule. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, like, you can have 300 people at your wedding as long as the facility you're in is designed to hold 1,200 people. Well, this is not going to bode so well for Carlisle. And if you think motorcycle people are rabid about their church, old white men and their <laughs> cruiser cars, old white men and antique cars, I grew up in this culture. Every old white man has a license to do exactly what these guys are doing. Oh, yeah. Walk up to what looks to me to be a a 96 Camaro or maybe (laughs) a 99 Camaro and be like, oh, yeah, Dave, I think that one might actually have the V6 in it. Uh, (laughs) That is not the show. That's the parking area, I think. That's uh, a Bel Air out front. There's a Bel Air right there in the front. Is yeah, that shoebox. Cam? What's That's, that? Isn't that Cam right there? It is Cam. It's uh, yeah, it is Cam. And <laughs> the first, the gentleman there with the uh, oh, satin jacket the, with all the patches the on patches. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's Cam. So uh, yeah, so this is the thing. They're suing. What? They're 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 literally suing the government so they can have this event. Well, look at look at our our, our our hero Amy Acton. Yeah, she quit because she was getting death threats yeah. and lawsuits yeah. because exactly. she told people yeah. not to get sick. Yeah, and how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the most bizarre thing. It is the most insane thing. But this is one of these crazy, crazy things. So they've got a um, <laughs> two hundred fifty. The health department. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the health department sent Carlisle Events, the corporation that runs this event now, an email warning the firm it would be violating the 250-person attendance limit set under the emergency orders Governor Tom Wolf and Health Secretary Rachel Levine has issued in an attempt to curb the spread of COVID-19, which, by the way, has been blamed for the death of more than 6,200 people in Pennsylvania. That's not a small number of people. And let's let's say that the people that are attending that, what percentage do you think they fit into the percentage of people that get it? Exactly. They are the risk group. Right. So... Mm. You've got... S- Which is actually maybe a blessing in disguise. 50, 
Right. Uh, the, the extraordinary Cuts down in parking the, next the, the, I was going to say the extraordinary conspiracy theory of this being a Chinese disease that was set up to relieve them of the burden of their ancient people that were having to be fed, clothed, and housed, right. and causing a burden upon the Chinese uh, social system. So they developed a disease that would kill them off. Um, if you believe in that narrative, if you believe in that story, Carlisle is literally the equivalent of a trailer park. To a tornado. Yeah. It's a mm -hmm. magnet yep, that yep, can't yep. be resisted. All the corona on the planet should be headed for Carlisle right now. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. It is it is called, it's just too attractive. Yeah. It's it the coronavirus kind of sturgis. It really is. The, it is. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go where, there and party. I think that coronavirus <laughs> has to make, on buses. They're getting wherever they can, man. <laughs> coronavirus There's is literally hitching there. rides on people. <laughs> They're sitting right. at the gas stations. He's like, you had an east? Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Carlisle. But the little the, cardboard sign that just but, says Carlisle. Do you know what they're doing? Yeah. They're being very polite. So the virus doesn't actually infect the person. No, they just become the carrier. It's a carrier. Yeah, it's a so carrier. So they don't have any yeah. any virus uh, exactly. uh, what do you call it? Um, symptoms. They don't symptoms. have any symptoms, right. They don't have any symptoms. So they're welcomed open arms. Oh, yeah. No fever, no thing. Come oh, on nothing. in, buddy. Nothing. I would be I would be going at anybody in a satin jacket right now. <laughs> yeah. I'd be going after anybody in a satin jacket. And honestly, if I was Corona too, when, you know, we think about when uh, when Sturgis is, I would also be heading for anybody with a beard that smelled like leather. Yeah, yeah. So you might end up there. at a, you might end up at a at a bear festival. You might end up right. at you know Chicago leather convention, but most likely you'll end up at Sturgis. And so Corona couldn't be any happier. If its goal is to reproduce itself, Sturgis and Carlisle oh, are the two places it yep. needs to be. And apparently the Trump rally. The, uh, but yeah, this is a concentration. Carlisle is a concentration of old white men. But they also have events. Like I used to go to this uh, import car thing. It mm -hmm. was like, it, it was the beginning of Im hot import nights, but yeah. it was called something. It was like Carlisle hot import something, whatever. Yeah. And there's probably about 10,000, 12,000 import people. This is like, Fuck, 97 or 8, like the way a long time ago, maybe yeah. 2000. But um, they partied hard. Like, they, they, Carlisle let shit go on. Yes. I remember laying in my tent, and there were cars doing, like, like, like burnouts on this hill, mm -hmm. like, on the grass, just, like, doing, like, big yeah. donuts and hills. And they came slinging down and missed our tents by, like, 20 feet. Nobody cared. Nobody did right. anything. The, the, the wake-up call at 6 in the morning was uh, rev limiters, you know, the whole way. This is the picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I'm going to make this. I'm going to bigify this. Uh, I'm going to embiggen this for our, oh, yeah, do that for our one troops. Down there. Yeah, right? Uh, you just can't. It is hard to grasp how many motherfuckers this is. Um, it's a lot of motherfuckers. And I'll cast this out just so these guys can see it real quick. The, uh, it's so much density. Like when you talk about population density in a given space, Yes, Jeez. this does make the AMA Vintage Days show look like nothing. Yeah, uh, like a church social. It does look like a church <laughs> social. So the area, I'm going to say the upper left-hand corner. Is that up there by the mass grave? Yes, by the mass grave. The future site of the mass grave. The, uh, I mean, the density at Carlisle, you can see everybody's right on top of each other. There's nowhere else they can go. They have no. the fairgrounds totally, totally dominated every square inch of it. Yep. And the swap meet at AMA Vintage Days is probably like that as far as vendor density. Right. And it's probably three quarters of the size of this, what we see right there. But with the AMA Vintage Days, you've got a lot of places you can go. 
And you could, I did argue, I probably could socially distance at AMA Vintage Days. I would mask it. I would be careful. I'd wash my hands a lot. But it would give me a good opportunity or a good excuse to keep moving and not get trapped by people, you know? And you know when somebody, somebody comes at you and they're a COVID denier kind of person, the trick is just to come at them harder with like the whole, give me six feet, motherfucker. <laughs> because then you're just being irrational and they, they can't process that. So, so bring up a photo of that. Well, this gentleman right here is wearing his mask. You'll see, uh, oh, you'll see that that so gentleman anyways. is, he's, wear, he's wearing his mask. He's got his Coors Light and he's <laughs> looking at one of the many quality vendors. And that guy's, that person is clearly selling Chinese yard art. And this is the other thing. When you go to these things, these people show up that just show up at shit because they're, it's an event and they bought a ticket for a booth. So what they sell in their booth is entirely up to them. It doesn't have to be bumpers for a 62 Ford. It can be bullshit yard art. And Trash yeah, that guy is clearly wearing his mask the way he should. Yep. <laughs> hanging Drag, off his ear. Hanging off his fucking ear. Yep. Anyway, so I digress. You should pull up the photo of that elephant trapping. That oh, they do it, the it, elephant trapping, yeah. That they do. Now, now no coronavirus is going there. No. And it says, fuck no. And that, that, yeah. Wait, wait until you see this photo. Yeah, That's so fun. elephant trapping. So yeah, here we go. Um, the elephant treffin is just one of these things that it's, uh, we're going to go ahead and just play a video because you, it, it's just, it's beautiful. There's, there's no other way to put it. The problem is as much as I like being cold, careful defunded, I don't like being this cold. Oh, no. and this is cold. So the elephant and trendin treffin is the elephant ride. And yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing where. If you don't have a sidecar, you might consider buying one after this. Like, you go to AMA Vintage Days, you come up with a strange notion to buy a CT90. <laughs> you go to this thing, and you come up with a strange notion to buy a hot tub and make it into a sidecar. Just for the third floor. Yep. Out outrigger skis. You start, putting, you, you start drilling spikes into your motorcycle tires. That's the guy that's just walking So in here's barely, the guy yeah. coming up the hill on the little mini bike, right, or the moped with a sidecar on it. Because that's as weird as it gets. The terrain here and everything else, like they're digging through that guy's wrist to see his wristband. Okay, look Jeez. out. You're in trouble. Here comes a Ural coming in hot because they're trying to climb up the hill to get through the gate. But look at all the camping. Look at all these, the camping. These guys are fucking camping. They're camping. Stay. This is a camping rally. <laughs> and all the vehicles Jeez. you could ever imagine in your life with sidecars on them are all at this event. Bikes just laying in the yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah I would do the same and... thing. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider the idea of holding something upright at this place. But yeah, Elephant and Treffen, and now they do one of these in Colorado, or they have done one historically. And it's really magic, the people who bring out really cool, and you see there's a ton of beautiful yeah. vintage bikes. Toe strap on the back yeah. of that motorcycle. Oh, yeah. And it's very fun. And like the whole idea behind this, I have yet to participate in one of these, and I would, would consider it, but the I don't like being that cold that long. You know, and this is going to be cold for a dude, long dude, the time. The whole time you're there. Street the whole tires. time you're there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's, it is going to be proper cold the entire time you're there. And you see these guys who've got studded tires and spiked tires and shit, and they're fighting for grip. You know, they're really having a, they're but, having a time of it. But off to the right, if you can see it, there's just scads of tents. Yeah. Off to the left, oh, everything, tents everything on this whole hillside is all just tents and shit. And you can but see down at, in the valley, they're, look at they're that. tents. They got, yeah, they got a campfire going, and, yeah. and this is clearly the main drag. This is the way to get into it. And yes, you look at that, and you're like, okay, well, the good news is I'm probably going to be wearing a face mask the whole time I'm there. So Corona doesn't have a chance of that. Second of all, 
it's not going to live on surfaces in, you know, 21 degrees or 18 degrees or whatever that is. And you're probably getting pneumonia and dying. You're going to get pneumonia and die anyway. Exactly. (laughs) If you come back with a a little cost, there's a fucking Vespa. You see that Vespa on the side? That Vespa didn't have a sidecar on it. So super fun, super cool. So where do you plug your battery tender in here? Exactly. (laughs) You fucking don't. You know what? I think the solution would be just never let your bike stop running. Yeah. Uh If you think your bike has a problem starting in the cold, just never turn it off. (laughs) Yeah. Just leave it run the whole time. But it is fun. I mean, you see this lineup of bikes and, you know, I, the balls on some of these people, (laughs) pretty, pretty staggering. So super cool. That dude can't even walk. No, look, I will say I'm a, I've been a skier my whole goddamn life, but this guy's battling. He's battling to move one inch. On that shit. So, yeah. More power to you, dude. Elephant trapping. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's it. The, uh, I'm not sure that's on my bucket list. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Probably the, not. Uh, it's, it is the kind of thing uh, where I think it, it would be like a good thing to do once, you know, uh, to have the experience. But, but this guy's going to end up going down to the end of the road and going, all right, well, am I and turn, the, and turning the, around and coming back? These guys what? are all running downhill. So, like, shit travels fast downhill. Yeah, but it's coming up. I'm. I would be really nervous about going downhill because I would eventually have to come back up again. Yeah, and just, walking. Just leave, yeah. yeah, leave the bike there and yeah, come trotting back through the, the snow spring. is definitely not the idea um, for me at all. The uh, it's it's just not my idea of a good day. But again, if you're set up for it, it'd be kind of cool. So this is the Colorado elephant ride. Um, so out uh, in Denver, our friend Scott, uh, yep. our friend Scott has set up his. Uh, all-state scooter with a sidecar rig and knobbies on it. And every year he participates in this ride when they do it. So these guys, you know, they get together and now, but they're not, it's not so much of a camping out in the woods for three days or four days kind of thing. I don't think I've never been, but I would like to, I mean, this, this to me seems like a, a more interesting way to, to attack it. But again, you, you got to have a specialized bike for this. This is not the kind of thing you're just like, I'll take the concourse. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that was a tactical mistake. What the shit? This, Can uh, we go to Home Depot and buy wood to make outriggers? <laughs> yeah. This, this is what uh, Irish coffee was made of. Yeah, there's a bike down. So you get a bike on its there's side There's a concourse. There. Yeah. At that point, all you can do is look at it and have a drink. Because that guy just went by in a moped with both feet down. Because I've ridden in this kind of stuff. When James and I did the cross-country ride on the Mad-Ass, we went not very far from here. We went to the top of Shrine Pass, which is extremely high elevation in the Rockies. And even though it was October, we were doing our ride, there was good snow at Shrine Pass, heavy good snow. So we took the Mad-Ass up there, and we were riding the Mad-Ass around, but the Mad-Ass has street tires on it. Right. And there was no hooking up. There was no anything. It was literally just putting your feet down mm. and looking for the most packed snow there was to pr- proceed through. A motorcycle is so ill designed for this. I would, if I was going to go two wheels, my BW350 or the BW200 would be the only thing I would take. Yep, yep. And I might consider fabricating a sidecar for it. Right? <laughs> you know? Well, I've seen, I've seen in Russia and these guys, these guys have outriggers with skis yes, that they use on absolutely. their bikes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, they yep. articulate and everything. It's yeah. crazy. And that does seem to be a smarter idea mm-hmm. than the motorcycles are just in general incredibly ill-suited for riding in deep snow. And yep. even the Ural, um, I've had a, several rides on Urals in snow where all it does is dig two trenches <laughs> because you can't turn a Ural left or right when the two-wheel drive is engaged because there's no limited mm-hmm. slip. 
I'm surprised you didn't see a bunch of timber sleds at that thing. You know, yeah, like those exactly. guys with the dirt Look at this ice. Look, yeah, there he goes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, back that up, man. Sheet that is ice. just, yeah. yeah. It is, Holy that mackerel. is sheet ice. That guy doesn't have a chain. And he has chains already. Yeah. Yeah, he's got chains on his tires. And he did not have a chance. Like, not for nothing. He didn't have a chance. So he's yeah. on the ice, and he's going to try to pick his bike up. There's no way. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no I mean, that's the, other, that's the other small feat is, sure, you might be able to pick that bike up on the dry ground, but how the hell do you even stand up? So just look at the sheen when he comes up on this. And I like that the, there's a 9,000-foot drop off to his there left is, shoulder. So right. his, yeah. his buddy, buddy went right across it. Yeah. I want to know what his juju he's was. He's like, uh... Yeah. He went too high. He went oh, now look at that. That's a sheet of ice. Yeah. You're fucked. And you know, ice is soft when you land on it. Yeah. <laughs> Water's soft in all of its forms. You know, what are you talking about? It's just angry water. Gas. Yeah. Oh, the back tire's still engaged. The motor's still running. Back tire's still turning. Yeah, dude, you're proper fucked. This stuff's super popular. That was posted eight years ago, and it has 700 views. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Really? Yeah. We just viewed it twice. Uh, yeah. He's sliding yeah. his way down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Help. You know what? Just lay on the bike and use it as a toboggan. At least the exhaust will be warm. He can't even get back to it. No, he can't get back to it. He literally has now left his bike, and now he can't get to his bike. Because, because it's so fucking slippery, dude man can't get to his bike. What's his dude doing? He's coming back. Oh, this is a bad scene. Oh, the dude who made Oh, he's literally slipping on his feet. Did you see yeah, him? Yeah. He just slid backwards trying to walk to his bike. That is God's way of telling you to drink. Yeah. If you can't even get to your motorcycle, let alone pick it up, yeah, you just yeah. need to piss in a circle and hope for traction. <laughs> yeah. There is nothing you can do at that point. You are fucked. Yeah. Wow. Two pockets full of kitty litter. <sighs> yeah. Would have saved his ass right yeah. there. Yeah. I'd have a 50-pound bag of kitty litter on the front in a distribution mm -hmm. system. Yeah. Or a somebody on the front of my bike just throwing kitty litter out in front. Dude, a roll of carpet. Uh -huh. on the back, like a mm -hmm. little skinny roll of yeah. carpet, lay it out, yeah. a little traction. Yeah, mm. there you go. That's that's a very good idea. Mm -hmm. Call it the red carpet treatment. <laughs> just have a big roller on the front of your head, coming right out of the frame. <laughs> the top just a big roller. <laughs> it's like loop. one of those. Yeah, it's like one of those hand uh, the hand towel <laughs> things. It's just constantly rolling. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those since Corona. The old fucking use it. I had dried. Use it again. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Do it again. Yeah, I took one of those apart one time because I was like, this can't just be a seven foot long piece of towel. Yeah, no, it's not. No, okay. No, it's a, it's like a four hundred long foot piece of towel. Oh. So you pull towel down out of a roll on yeah. the front, and then there's a roll on the back side that rolls up oh, the old that's towel. Huge. Okay. And then you go in there and you change it, you know, once a day or once a week or how many right. you know dickheads you have in there. Oh, okay. But when you pull those things, you, the towel part that you're getting is clean. It's fresh off yeah. the roll. Okay. All right. You can't get a dirty towel because that's stored on a different roll. Gotcha. But All then right. when the garage, the attendant comes in and just rotates the roll around. That's, that's what I was thinking. Well, he now, just turns it around. He turns it around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll do that five or six <laughs> times until most of the blood stains aren't on right. it. And then, yeah. you're, then you're good to go. And at truck but, stops, you don't know what's on those things. Again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Except at the blue heron. Just the brown stripe going down the yeah. entire 200 feet of <laughs> one long brown I'm stripe. I'm more worried about the Oreo part that you're like, what's yeah. the white crusty What's stuff? the white crusty <laughs> thing in the middle? That's exactly right. Ooh. So scary. The, uh, I don't, uh, with the events that are happening this year, there is no level. I know that a week ago or two weeks ago or a month ago, I said, you know what? I think I would do AMA Vintage Days. If they decided they were going to do it, I think I will do it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 Now they've made the decision for me. I don't have to weigh in hard and yeah, you know, come in and look like an yeah. asshole. But the more that I see. Well, 
It's so pretty easy to are, do. Are you going to make an effort if they say, okay, September 20th, we're doing it? Yeah. Yeah. You, I'll make an effort. Point, depending yeah. on what's going on? Or? Yeah. Because what else have I got going on? Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, they've managed to cancel March, April, May, June, July, August, apparently. Theater Bazaar is canceled Theater Bazaar, which is in fucking October. Right. Give them credit for forward but, thinking. But do you also, know what? But, you know why? Theater Bazaar people? Science. They are all, every, all those Theater Bazaar people are all like, they're all science first. But they're from all what I've Satanists, heard, though, right? From what yeah. I've heard, <laughs> there's enough diseases going around generally yeah. that you don't want to do it again with a whole new, like everybody's kind of immune to the diseases that are being spread between each other. Okay. Add it now. So add you don't want to add a new one to it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. I just, when Theater Bazaar, yeah, yeah, and as they said, what was the uh, what was the other one? The other one was the Juggalos, the Juggalos oh, the family. Ju- oh, yeah. when the motherfucking Juggalos say Cancel, yeah. it's irresponsible to have this event. <laughs> so what we're saying is Shaggy Two Dope is is much better at science than El Cheeto. Just saying. Wow, Shaggy Two Dope, the Brainiac. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, the ja- the Juggalo gathering. When you what is that all about? Oh well, Chris, I'm glad you asked. Oh, so because you have a homework Chris, assignment, go in, and watch American Cal Juggalo. Plus? Yeah, so that's ICP. a great documentary. It's boy. <laughs> How do you so, describe it? How do you describe that? What a Juggalo is? Well, the Juggalo is that. Okay. Yeah. So there is a group called the Insane Clown Posse. ICP. I've heard of that. Okay, and so people that are Devotees of the insane clown posse have identified themselves as juggalos. juggalos. And Which at one point was designated as a gang yeah. and um to be arrested at any on site. On site. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, because clearly. And but they are a lot of them. Yeah. And they have these, they don't call them rallies, they don't call them whatever. They call them gatherings. Yep. And they call them a family gathering because they all believe that they're in the same family. But the general tendency of the juggalos is to uh, sip fago by gallons. Yep. Yeah. L- lots of uh, lots of free range yeah. big girl boobs. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yep. There there is not a lot of people being real careful about their clothing mm-hmm. or their spit or and, and face painting. Face painting is they're the all thing. Clowns. Like, they're, they're all clowns. They're all clowns. They're all part of the clown, clown right. posse. Insane clown posse. So, um, yeah, they, you know, if you're going to say they have a spirit animal, it's, you know, it's being clowning around, you know, and their, their whole thing is <laughs> that this group of people, this family of people has made a decision to not have their event yep. and people whose general, I mean, <laughs> if you don't think that looks like fun, you're wrong. Yeah, and to I have be seen, fair, to well, be fair, to be fair, uh, um, th- I have heard that, like you know, like if you get past the out outwardly appearance, which is their point, they want to scare people is, away. Of course it is. Yes, of course it they is. They actually, you know, they have a good time. It, they have right? a good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But their lineup of their gen- their Juggalo family reunions, mm-hmm. their musical lineup is amazing. A lot of times, but yeah. like also the, the I've seen where like this the family is so supporting of each yeah. other. Yeah. That you have a guy up there that's like, derp, 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 just sucking it just up, just sucking just it up, and sucking they rocks. still are just clapping, and, and they'll just go for it, and, yeah. and they'll they'll prop them up, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, these guys, you know, 
these guys decided that it was irresponsible for them to hold their event. Now, these guys are not in the high-risk category. Mm. They tend to run younger on the spectrum, okay? Um, when, when, when this guy in the picture right there, <laughs> when that guy, when that He's dude right there, when that dude is saying, no, I think that getting together and having a family event, <laughs> a gathering, is unsafe behavior. When that dude says that this is unsafe behavior and Sturgis is like, bring on the money, right. don't go to Sturgis. Right. Because clearly it's bring on the money. Right. And, yeah. and, and a side note about these dudes, like I'm not a fan or anything like that. I've heard right. a couple things, but to their credit, yeah. the band that started this whole movement, right. um, they turned down a bunch of major label things because they didn't think the offers were good and they built this whole thing. So like they've never been on a record label. Right. They've always put their own stuff out. <laughs> they developed all this own shit. Mm-hmm. So I give them credit for that. At least. I do too. Yeah. And, and it is important that there's this kind of thing going on and that this group, you know, the burning man mentality, yeah. mm-hmm. because these guys are not generally currency driven. Mm-mm. They're not. And there are sponsors who every year try to get involved and make a bunch of money based on this. And just like burning man and everything else, but they try to keep it pretty pure. Mm-hmm. When you have events like Sturgis, let's just say it. Sturgis is the money-making event mm-hmm. for that black Hill, South Dakota. Oh yeah. And when you take the Sturgis away, you take away their one event of the year that they can make money. Just like we were, jo- we were talking about, our friends at the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. You know, when you take away the Isle of Man uh, TT and pretty much all the races of the summer, what the fuck? I mean, there's not enough money in sheep. Well, somebody, I, I heard a really, and God, I wish I could remember where I heard this, but there was an argument recently. It was just on like, you know, just it, was, it wasn't even super political. It was just talking about the situation, right? Yeah. And they were talking about the, the money that came out and went to everybody. Right. And they were like, a lot of these giant businesses that like, you know, they're, the $410 right. million dollars they got, yeah. you know, is like a penny to their yes. account. Right. You know, that supposedly helps stimulate the economy. But one of the guys said, well, what about all these big events? Why couldn't they have done something where they stimulated these big events, like mm-hmm. places like Sturgis or places yeah, like, right. you know, whatever, whoever is going to hold this thing or something where they mm-hmm. were counting on that. And now it's gone. Right. And so by giving those people money, you're keeping that whole area afloat. But more importantly, they didn't have the events. So now you're right. not spreading the virus. You're not spreading the virus. Giving it is that, a two-win. Yeah. It really is. Compared to giving a big multi-billion right. dollar company a few extra bucks. Yep. Like it, it, and a big multi, a multi-billion dollar company that has identified itself like McDonald's, who has identified says, well, a McDonald's isn't just McDonald's. You know, we lease property. But... You know, all of these McDonald's companies are small businesses. Yeah, right. Come on, man. Mm. And that's why you get a $4 million check, and that's why, you know, our payroll protection program here at the shop was $27,000. But you know what we did? We never laid anybody off. We kept everybody working. We did pay everybody through, even though our retail sales numbers and the showroom, well, guess what? You, If I'm only letting two people or four people in my shop at a time, guess what I'm not selling? A whole lot of the shit that's surrounding us on the walls. Right. And we are selling bikes. There's no doubt about that. And certain bikes we're selling the fuck out of, and that's cool. But we did look at our numbers today. And a lot of people that are saying, oh, we're doing great. Well, we're doing great compared to what we thought we would be doing, which is zero. Right. Right. And for a lot of our friends whose businesses were burned or businesses were looted or businesses were in a state like Michigan or Pennsylvania where they weren't allowed to be open and selling shit because they were non-essential. Those guys did squatouche, to use your term, right? (laughs) And I got my buddies who are in those places that when I'm like, oh, you know what? We did great. We sold 18 bikes last month. And they go, yeah, we sold zero. Mm. 
well, shit, man, I feel pretty bad for those guys right now because they're not having the effect of we can socially distance and buy a motorcycle right? because they're not allowed to sell motorcycles in their state. So it's a very interesting thing. I cannot predict what this is going to look like when the money runs out because it's – I don't you think it's a bookkeeping exercise <laughs> that if you have an economy of 100 people and if 20 of those people are suddenly not working and they're drawing mm. no income – but the other 80% are still drawing the income they were drawing before, but they're not spending it in the manner which th that they used to be spending it. Yeah, because they're worried. Yeah, right. Though the 80% are going to have a lot more money because their expenses are going to be minimized. Whereas the 20%, though, are in really fucking bad shape right now mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. a lot of places do not cater to that. Um, certain types of service providers will not handle cash. They will only transact business with mm -hmm. you via credit card. Well, some people don't have good credit and they don't have a credit card. Right. And for those people that don't have a credit card, even providing a meal for your family in the evening can be tough to do when the Aldi by me doesn't, I won't accept mm -hmm. cash. Right. So it puts a really big burden on the people that may not have a credit card to be able to go in and purchase things. Uh, there, we're not properly geared up for this. And the rules that were put in place hurt a lot of people in ways that they never could have imagined. Mm -hmm. And I feel really bad for folks who are in that position. And a lot of things are weird right now. A lot of things like, you know, if you worked at the title bureau, well, mm. you know, your job changed. If you worked for the state bureau of motor vehicles or something, your job changed dramatically. I don't know if I would feel safe <laughs> if I had the job of being a police officer right now. I don't know if I'd want to continue having that job at the moment. Uh, and I also know that if I was a server or I worked anywhere in the restaurant industry, if I would feel safe, if I had a couple of kids at home and, you know, a, a, a sick wife or a sick mom, I don't know if I feel safe going to work so I could put the food on your table for one tenth of the customers I would normally have. Right. So I'm still getting paid my $6 an hour minimum wage or less if you're a server and I'm, my whole income is based on tips, but now I'm getting one-tenth of the tips I used to get. Well, shit, dude. Am I going to go in and risk my life for 500 bucks a week? Did you happen to see there was a, a server that posted something like, hey, when you come in and you don't tip in situations like this, let yeah. me tell you about my day. Right. And she kind of breaks it down to the fact she's like, I bring out I bring out the plates and I try to take their order, but fuck, I forgot silverware. Mm -hmm. So I have to go and change my gloves because yep. I can't use the same That's gloves right. to get the other silverware and get mm -hmm. that and bring it out. Oh, crap. The guy asked for a glass of water, and I didn't yep. get it. Now I have to go change my gloves again and go get the water and come back. And it was like, this to serve this one thing, it was like 25 paragraphs about how much shit this person yeah. had to do. They can't breathe because of this. The lady won't wear a mask. She's coughing right. all over the place. And she's yeah. like, I have kids. You know, exactly. it, it was terrible. It was hard And to it's reach. a high risk, and nobody says that. You know, you're like, okay, well, you're, a, you're in the military. You're a, a frontline hospital worker. You're a paramedic. Yeah. yeah. There's a very fucking high risk environment, but God damn it. These days, if you're a server, yep. if I think if, if it turns out that what's happening is happening is real right now, it is more dangerous to be a fucking server than yeah. it is to be in the military yeah. because the stores are open. The restaurants are open and people are coming into them, but you have no way of determining how healthy those people are. None. And it's a very risky thing. So yeah. I feel really bad for people that are in the position where they have to work that job so they can feed their family. And I want to go support them, but I also know that me going to support them is actually part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Fuck me running. 
You know, what's the out for the guy who cares? You know, what's the solution for the guy who wants to give a shit? Right. Um, you and know, still be in business. Yeah, it's a it's a really tough one for us. And being that we are motorcycle enthusiasts, we want to share the love. Has anybody thought about just doing a weird thing? I know, but jumping on your motorcycle if you can, and fucking off into the woods or fucking off into the hinterlands with a tent. Because one, I'm going to tell you, yeah. it is really easy to get a hotel room right now. <laughs> uh, it is really, really easy to go tell. But if you were concerned and you didn't want to be around people that you didn't know or trust or yeah. had experience with, you'd probably want to sleep in a tent. This is the weather for it. This is the season for it. Perfect. Yeah, that is true. Nobody's you, used it but you. That's right. It's your it. tent, dude, right? So, yeah, fucking off on a motorcycle and fucking off into the hinterlands and going to, you know, oh, look, that looks pretty. Yep. I got to imagine this would be a really good time to be the guy on a very low-budget cross-country motorcycle trip. Yeah. You know, it does seem like this would be the perfect opportunity for that because I can't imagine right now that Officer Handy is going to be too interested in fucking with you at this point because, oh, your big sin is that you're in a pup tent along yeah. this creek, you know? <laughs> um, and I also can't imagine that if you happen to be one in one of our national parks that you can worry about the, the entirety of the ranger force That's falling true. down in on you mm. and, you know, getting boots to your brain <laughs> because you happen to be in your, you know, your $49 Sears and Roebuck pup tent next to the creek, right? Sears and Roebuck. They made the best. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't crack out the old Hillary reference, but the uh, but it feels to me like if you wanted to be a motorcycle vagabond right now, this yeah, would be a pretty good time, time to yeah. do it. You know, gas especially prices are two bucks a gallon. Gas like, is two bucks a gallon. You you know, you can grow your beard and just be confused for a vagrant. <laughs> the uh, so, yeah, it is a very uh, it is a very interesting thing. Uh, so with that in mind, well, you know. I know Liza and Jim are taking off on a cross-country, you know, fuck you adventure. Like, in, they're renting an RV or mm. something and putting a trailer behind a couple of bikes. Um, but I don't know if anybody else has any plans for just wayward fuck-off motorcycle adventures. I was going to get a red tutu and a... Uh, and show up at a Juggalos event. Just show up at a Juggalos gathering to play, um, to play apparently, piñata. Big-ass piñata. Yeah, yeah. big-ass piñata. So, I, yeah, would, I would pay to see Mr. Smith in a uh, Juggalo outfit. Ooh. It would be good, wouldn't it? Yes. It would be yeah, awesome. Too, too? I, I would okay. think that that would be pretty fucking tight. It uh, would be the tight. nice, the best tight. way to do it. Like a toy guy. Yeah, exactly. I would love that. Um, <laughs> I don't think, I, I mean. Chris, can we get a woo woo? Maybe. I saw that people were posting about Bandcamp, and, and Sleepy kind of mentioned earlier about that. And a lot of people said, I, I'm going to go there. Screw it. If, if, yeah. if there's no one there, at yeah. least it's going to be me in a tent and just, yep. just staying there. Yeah. That doesn't sound that bad, actually. The, the fact that what you're saying right now, I mean, you can <laughs> put your tent wherever you want. I know, man. I mean, it doesn't have to be just that location, but right. just in general, it is not, it's not a bad idea. It's a nice spot. I mean, it's a nice spot to camp out. Um, I know that a friend of mine, Joe, is having his wedding uh, mm. on the weekend after the 4th of July, right? And it's uh, one of the, it's an outdoor wedding, Ooh. so it's there's a lot of space and people can wander around. There is a building there with air conditioning, so the old people that are coming, you know, to celebrate his you know his yeah. wedding, and uh, I'll be officiating, so I have to be there, right? And I'm going, and there are people, our friends from Chicago are coming in. Mm -hmm. and they're they're renting a camper to, for the the thing, nice. 
And there is something about that. You know, you're camping, you're out in the woods, so you are definitely social distancing. Mm. Now, once the liquor sets in, oh, I don't yeah. know if people are still going to be social Came distancing. On. That's when I may have to bring out the cattle prod <laughs> and just be like, I know you love me, but... You, know. you, should, you should make a new uh, um, um, officiant hat yes. that has, like, yeah. dingle balls that are oh, yeah, six, yeah. Feet six feet out. But it's yeah. part of right. whatever your officiation yeah, it is. It could be. Yeah, yeah right. that's it. I could just have a giant Some pentagram hat. Pool yeah, noodles. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it is that kind of thing where you're like, okay, why can't... Or why wouldn't we just as a gaggle mm. or just as a random smattering just be like, <laughs> hey, you know, you get together and fuck off. Steve's got it right. If you see the pictures from Steve's cabin yeah, we were supposed in to be upstate there. New York, you know. This yeah. month, he was like, yeah. let's go. He kept yeah. saying, let's yeah. go. Yeah. We never went. It doesn't work for me. Turns out I can't leave my business in June yeah. at yeah. all. <laughs> um, I know when Oscar and I broke away last year for yeah. 10 days, 11 days, um, it was lucky for us that, you know, I had the crew here that could handle it. My wife was here. She was she was helping out. And that's obviously not going to happen this year. <laughs> but going away for a month is only a trick my wife can pull because school principals do get the summer off. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. she can go fuck off for a month. But the uh, Well, you could do it. You're just not sure that this would be here when you got back. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it would be here. But would I recognize it? Yeah, right. And honestly... Would James and Renee let me come back? Well, that's that would be right. it. It would be. It'd I'd be come James. back, put my key in the door, and it wouldn't work. Right. <laughs> that's it. James and Renee's Moto Haven. It, it, well, and I would also <laughs> probably there'd probably be two unemployment checks waiting for me. <laughs> Look, we filed for your unemployment. You got the extra six hundred bucks a week. I don't go. know what you're mad about. You've never made so much money. And then the following week. Yeah. <laughs> All your bikes that are still here, you'd get a storage fee. I would get a storage <laughs> bill for my own shit. I knew it. They're plotting against me. And I would not be the least bit surprised. Right. And the shop would be running flawlessly. Yeah. There's no doubt. They, they, they do a wonderful job when I'm not here. So, yeah, that, none of that would shock me. Um, and I don't, I don't think for a second they would hesitate to, to do it. I, I think they would just be like, well, Phil's gone. The rule is, I guess, two weeks. Yeah. So if I'm ever gone for more than two weeks in the on season... That's complete dereliction of dirt. Guys, I'm back. That's impossible. He's dead. He's <laughs> AWOL. <laughs> we claimed your life insurance <laughs> policy, motherfucker. Yeah. I it's do right have right here. Two weeks of no contact. I do dead. have a I do have a life insurance policy that is actually Renee's the benefactor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's oh, a, when we took our trip to Australia, I put a weird rider in there. Like if we died in like in transit, mm-hmm. like, you know, in, in public transportation. I they're gonna be like, no, Phil died in a plane crash. Yeah. And I'm going to throw these $100 bills at you until you leave. <laughs> See, man, I don't know if I could have somebody that, like, somebody with a life insurance policy that was for me. Because anytime she'd hand me food oh, or yeah. a beverage or right. something, I'd be like, ah. You'd be like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I know. Wait, did you open this? Why is this open? I don't yeah. want an open one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what Strict 9 tastes like? Is that what Strict, strict 9 smells like? I, uh, does this smell, rag smell like chloroform? The, uh, I don't. I don't want to leave the shop for that long, but I can totally understand the appeal, and I do like the idea of going out to the mountains somewhere. That's a great... Has anybody yeah. ever smelled chloroform? Like, and <laughs> talk about it? Like, what's chloroform smell like? I don't know. I made it. There's a recipe. <laughs> really? So, yeah, there's a recipe for making chloroform, and I made some. And, of course, once you make chloroform, you have to try it. What was, what was, what was that book? We were, we were in high school about the same time. Everybody used to get the punk rock, the... Like it had how to make everything from acid. I to don't bombs necessarily to... want to say it because I'm pretty sure that that will put us on a list. Oh, okay, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? the book. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh yeah we're not gonna say it no yeah. there's a book that has there's a book anything you want to okay, know okay. yeah it's fine yeah we're not gonna I'm not gonna say it though because I just on, I just on. don't need to end up on that list or right. like just <laughs> just to be like oh great yeah you know? Steve's Another already one. on that yeah. list oh, I've been on a couple yeah. oh that's fine but you know that's one of those things that you just you just don't need to say like oh I heard about this on the Cleveland Moto Blank, podcast yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. and then next thing you know. Weep, weep, weep. No, yeah, once, right. Once when I was reviewing when I was reviewing um like cinema drone parts, like the twenty, thirty thousand dollar big rigs, um, they'd come from China sometimes and the tracking would be like on the way, be there Tuesday, and then it would just disappear for two weeks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it would just reappear. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the guy, the UPS driver was not a UPS driver, it was no. a dude in a black shirt. Yeah, exactly. Thing with the thing right. dropping it off right. and like kind of looking at me and sign here, sir. Um, <laughs> never mind the fact that there's no original packaging material left at all, <laughs> right, right. and it smells a lot like a cat scanner. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was, it was interesting. Why is there dog spit all over my device? <laughs> We've had every dog we know lick this motherfucker, and it turns out it's not a bomb. Right. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Government boys are getting angry. They can't do their job. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a, it is a very, it is something that I enjoy the thought of, just be like, eh, fuck it. You know, just show up at a place that you like a lot and enjoy it. Yeah. You know, just show up and just be like, well, I'm here now. So that is an idea. And that's something that I've been thinking about. I've just been like, well, and the only problem is realistically what's keeping me from doing it is my wife normally fucks off for two or three months during this time of the year. And so I can, you know, go have events because I'm not missing out on her, obviously. Right, right. But I'm seriously thinking about my favorite time to do with things is September and October because mm, okay. we slow down here and it's my favorite. The weather is my favorite type of the weather. Yeah. So I am, I'm seriously formulating a plan where I can just jump on and motorcycle mm -hmm. or jump in a van with a motorcycle in the back and go fuck off and just go ride places I've never ridden before, you yeah. know? There's whole parts of this country. I have never been significantly in Maine. I've driven Oops. like the corner of Maine when I was like going through um, Montreal and Quebec right. and stuff, coming back the the fast way. But I would really like to ride in that part of the country, in that part of the world. So it is neat. Like when you when you start traveling on a bike to see how much shit changes. Yeah. Like just in Ohio. Yeah. Like when you're above Columbus, roads are straight, boring, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe a hill or two, right. slight turn. You get 30 minutes past Columbus mm -hmm. and everything turns into 90 degree angles yeah. that you can't, there's yeah. no straight. Right. And that is a, I was doing that the other day. I was down in Marietta. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was doing a delivery down in Marietta and it was really funny because it was a delivery that's way the fuck off the beaten path. Mm. And it was really fun because I'm right. driving these roads and it's all fucking super fun and super twisty. And I'm doing it in like the F-150 Yeah, right. with the bike in the back. But it was still fun. Yeah, it was. It it didn't stop being fun for a fucking second. It was great. And you can tell people that grew up there because they yeah. don't give a shit. Oh, they, they're, they're so ready, used to those ready, roads. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're hanging it out in like a three hundred dollar car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a. It's literally. It's a Dodge Ram with fenders that are flapping, <laughs> and they're like they got they they got they're hanging a little further out the door to make the left. <laughs> they're just throwing the gravity off just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, they're leaning into the turns. <laughs> so yeah, super. I mean, super fun and super cool. I I gotta love that shit. I want to see if there's any fresh emails for us, because what the hell? Why not? The uh, Anybody else got any motorcycle-related news or fun shit? What you been up to, Oscar? Working from home still. Man. That's been fun. Not really. <laughs> sucks ass. Is your company still really busy? It's, it's, yeah, there's, it's, it's deemed essential, so we kind of oh, keep yeah. going full, full steam ahead, but... 
it's still. But you're running on Steam now. Pretty right. much. Yeah. Well, the, as much as I shit on the fact of actually I'm working from home, I'm not looking forward to actually going back to the office either. Yeah, <laughs> no, and a lot of offices and a lot of companies are yeah. making this decision right now yeah. that they don't need the building they're paying for. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Totally. And a lot of companies... They figured it out. Yeah, they figured yeah. it out. And so if you own a house already and you have a place in that house where you clearly have proven in the past 90 days that you can work, why do they need to pay their rent right. in this big building that's just a cubicle farm, <laughs> right? And so you can get rid of the cubicle farm. I'm actually counting on that because I think there's going to be this bleed of vacancies. And so what I need mm. is a 4,000 to 4,000 to 10,000 square foot warehouse business <laughs> building. And what I'm hoping is there's going to be a lot of landlords that I'm aren't getting gonna, paid yeah. Mm, yeah. and that eventually there's going to be something that's the shape and size and location Which that I need, need yeah. that I'll be able to purchase and just own. So, and each one of the bikes you park there will have its own cubicle. cubicle. Cubicles. <laughs> there already be all these cubicles in there because you know what? Nobody Carpeting. wants. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants a used cubicle. Oh, and think about yeah. it. Outlets for all your yeah. oh, battery. plenty of outlets. Yeah. Oh, outlets Ethernet everywhere. Cables for each of them. I yeah, met a dude who all he does his whole <laughs> living is he goes zeros. in and takes yeah. out old cubicles yeah. and installs new cubicles yeah. that do the exact same job, oh, yeah. but right. they have a different texture. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, textures yeah. have to change in offices like every six years or something. Right? Did you see uh, that, that there's a company that makes giant Lego blocks for that very purpose? Mm -hmm. So you get these giant Lego blocks, yeah. and then you can build your cubicles okay. with different colors and stuff. But at yeah. any time, if you want to change it, huh. it's Lego blocks. It's you just Lego. take them apart and put them back together. Yeah, I, I did not know this job existed. And the guy clued me into it. He's like, "Yeah, this is what I do." He goes, "I work at night. You know, what I'll do is right. I go yeah. in at night and I'll change out the cubicles." Mm -hmm. In like half of this cubicle farm, right? And then I'll come in the next night and I'll change out the other half. And that's all we do is we have hand trucks and shit, and we move all these steel right. items yeah. out into our truck, yeah. and we move out ten truckloads of shit, and we bring in a million dollars worth of new cubicles. What uh? What's the show with the the idiots that work at a job, a telemarketing job? Yeah, so it it, it was really famous. It's funny. But they, they they found that out. They, yeah. they, they decided to sneak into the their office. work and do mushrooms. Yeah. And no, then the guys just... came in to change all oh, the Oh, to change all the cubicles. And then yeah. they're all fucking, they think they're being attacked by Russians and stuff. Mm -hmm. because <laughs> so uh, Dave Osterday sent us a message. He goes, episode or two ago, you guys talked about the expenses of old Goldwing maintenance. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. And <laughs> it's, it's maddening. Uh, curious about your thoughts on the newest generation of Goldwings. Debated topic. My house currently, and I love my small and mid-sized bikes to scoot around town, but I want to be able to distance travel to up. So here's um, at the AIM Expo last year, uh, I got to take a really nice, really, really long ride on the brand new Goldwing, the ABS automatic transmission, DCT, everything except the airbag, or I think it did have the airbag, Goldwing. Was it the F6B? No, it was not the F6B. It was the actual real Goldwing, okay. like the full-on, as much money as you can spend. Yeah. Reverse, I mean, the whole thing, it was spectacular. And in my ride, if you look landing at the YouTube gear. video, it did not have landing gear, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's an option. Uh, press the button, and they, they're in the shape of little gold wings. <laughs> they have little gold wings on them. Um, the, I took the thing out, and I fucking loved it. And we were driving in garbage, stop-and-go traffic, tons of detours, construction areas, and the DCT worked flawlessly. Everything on the bike was comfortable. The stereo was easy to figure out. Mm. The music was good. Like the, the audio level was fantastic. It had the adjustable windshield. The motorcycle was $32,000, I think, mm. 
And it was spectacular. But here's the thing. I don't buy anything at the, at the MSRP level. I buy things that are nine years old. Mm-hmm. Certain motorcycles can make it to nine years old. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if nine years old or 10 years old is a dynamic that the engineers explored because that sounds like not my fucking problem. Right. Right. And with BMWs that we've had, you know, these, the monster, the K1600 and various different BMWs we've had around here that are brilliant flagships of technology and handling and adjustable suspension and, and, you know, all these great things, but they're also 11 miles of wire. And can bus systems that get a little freaky if the wrong bulb is where it shouldn't be. And shit where diagnostic of a problem could be a moist fuse block is the least of your fucking problems, right? And stuff where the ABS controller system demands to have its fluid changed every two years on a cool day when the sun is in the, in the, the west, west, exactly, <laughs> and the barometric pressure is not over 42. Um, because these motorcycles are now triumphs of technology. They really are. You know, when I sat on my first Goldwing, that when I turned the key on, there was a little display that came up and said, you know, hello, Harley Eater. And I looked at my buddy Rich and I was like, did you program your own graphics into your little <laughs> two bit computer display on your Goldwing? Yeah, I yeah, did. did. Yeah. Because he had the first generation of those 1800s mm-hmm. that were. Rocket ships. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were insanely fast. But that bike, as fast as it was and as well as it handled, it was also a nightmare to own past that five or six or seven year mark. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that if you have the means and you can afford to go out and swing a big enough dick to buy a one <laughs> or two year old wing. Go right ahead, because they're fucking awesome, man. It rides great. It handles well, great. But also, if you have enough money that yeah. like, you have money laying around and you can buy a seven, eight-year one, you can just take it to a shop and be like, fix it. No, you can't, because most <laughs> shops I know of no. will be like, no, oh. I'm not fucking you. So if I'm not fucking you, I'm not going to work on that bike. <laughs> there needs to be an ulterior motive other than $90 an hour to make me work on a 10-year-old Goldwing, yeah. wow. right? Yeah. And that's absolutely true, because I could earn $90 an hour doing a very easy job, right? Mm -hmm. Or I could earn $90 an hour replacing 12 inches of wiring harness that I have to go in through the rectum to get to (laughs) and take apart half the motorcycle or spend a week and a half troubleshooting it, which I'm not getting paid enough for, just to go in and find that one little wire that's rubbing on the other wire. Do you ever think that they'd have, like sectioned wire harnesses where they could just have like the front mid side whatever and then well that's the idea behind can bus right but Mm. do do they have it though no they don't and the idea behind can bus is really makes sense because it's like having a uh when you look at a wiring diagram what does it look like it looks like a subway map right right? Right. so a wiring diagram looks like a subway map and because the you know subway systems can tell you where the train is stopped right they don't send a train down the line if there's a train on the line coming the other way or whatever because they, they've they got little feedback units that send you and, and keep people from dying. CAN bus is the exact same way. It sends a data signal out, and not only does the data signal go out, but when the data signal returns, how much of the voltage is left and how much of the signal is left mm. 
after it goes and does its job is an indication of if everything is nominal. Right. So the idea being that your little computer can tell you your left front turn signal is not working because of the strength of the the power signal that comes back. It can tell you things like your brake light is not functioning because there's not, you know, the numbers aren't what they should be. And the theory behind that is then you have a a warning light, but you warning light also tells you where the trouble is. Right. So it gives you a starting. And that's infinitely better Mm -hmm. than having a goddamn MIL light, you know, uh, a check engine light on right. and just saying, good luck, pal. <laughs> or like an OBD one thing where it's like, okay, turn the key 17 times and count the flashes. Right. Okay. I got three long flashes, two short flashes and two beeps. Okay. Let me get out the book. And according to that, I fucked up and bought a Mexican Volkswagen, right. you know? Um, Cause I've been through that, man. You know, you don't, you don't, you haven't been living until you troubleshoot a 1990 Volkswagen Golf GTI. City, yeah, yeah. Right. Cause that is a German car made in Mexico. Yeah. And they were never happy with that. Like that deal never worked out right. And you're like, what do you, why at 75 miles an hour does my car get run, quit running? It just stopped running at 75 miles an hour. And it always did it. At the worst times, it would just stop running. Do you know what it was? A seatbelt sensor. Oh, wow. A seatbelt sensor in this car vexed me. I, t- I had the wiring harness apart nine times. There is no mill light for that. There is no OBD1 right. flash no. unit for your yeah. your the little wire in your seatbelt sensor is broken or abraded or chafed or something. And so at 75 oh, miles sure an hour, the, and it was yeah. hilarious. You could look at the speedo and be like, okay, well, we've been driving for about 45 minutes. We've gone 70, 80, 90 miles an hour. That's fine. But there's a point, and you're like, okay, okay, watch. 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, and it's dead. <laughs> Pull off to the side of the road. Get out of the car, open the hood, check the battery terminals, check everything else, slam the hood, get back in the car, start it up, it's fine. Yeah. If it restarts. Sometimes it didn't restart. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, I had to sell the car to the guy, and I was just like, look, <laughs> 75, not always the thing to do. Yeah. But. 80, fine. Right, but I never did fix it. We could never figure it out. I had an '84 Golf four door, yeah, and I had the P series wheels on it. Yeah, it was like I was oh, yeah. into it. It was like my, it was like 1990 something, and it had some kind of a leak at the top that when it rained, the yeah. sunroof would automatically open. So get the it, fuck out even of if here. the car so was as soon off, as it rained, it rained the, the sunroof opened there and just opened. The it was basically no. a seat watering system. <laughs> yeah. It was like a grow house. So basically. On the inside, I, I came to find out yeah. that the switch that was up yeah. there that you used to open and close it. Right. So it had the seal had broken, and the water where it was going would just dump right onto that Shorting switch. Shorting to the switch. Oh, of Short it, it did. and then it would just open the sunroof. Oh, that bastard. <laughs> oh, that's just rotten. I found it out driving one on the highway. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, that, that's just it was funny. That's it was evil. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's evil. The, uh, I don't, uh, I, so buying, Buying a five-year-old, my buddy works on Audis. Our, our friend mm-hmm. is an excellent Audi mechanic, and he says the same thing. He's like, look, five years. So basically the payment term, five to seven years, that's the sweet spot for an Audi. So buy it when it's five years old, get rid of it before it's seventh birthday kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because after that, the expensive shit starts breaking. Audis are notorious for that stuff. Yeah. Once it goes bad, you can't bring it back. And it, it is just, funny. It just, it's like it a dog that has the taste of human blood. It's just going <laughs> to yeah. fuck you over forever. <laughs> like, it's it's such a rotten back. system. The uh, yeah, It's pretty bad. Uh, oh, what is this here? Oh, have we got some more? You didn't, 
All right. Um, Watermark, he says, all right, happy fucking Friday. Today at nine, so just a few minutes ago, uh, Matt Davidson says, think of that watermark as an established on date. Hope that fucking hits you right in the middle of the podcast. Oh, you motherfucker, Matt Davidson. It does. <laughs> okay. So he's talking about the watermark on that picture of that woman he sent me. Right? Oh. Yeah. And that watermark we were ch- talking about was from uh, September 8th of 1998. 98. Yeah. So he, he, he does make a comment and he says that that picture, um, he says, think of that watermark as an established on date. Established on date. Oh, bur- bur- birth date. No, she's elite. Look at her age in the picture. She's not zero oh, years one. old. <laughs> she's not zero years. It's established on. I don't know what established on. I think established on probably means when he had carnal knowledge of that girl. I, I forgot about I think that that's picture. What it was. I think that was the day he had carnal knowledge of her. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So I think that's. I think that's what that was. I don't think that was a. Yeah. I don't think that was the established on. So that was that's cool. So wait, let's think about this. What what, what was that? Ninety eight. You said. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety eight. She's about twenty something she's 22 year olds 20 or two years older than she was in that picture yeah so right like we're talking so if she was 20 then she's 42 now yeah exactly right that's fine yeah that's great uh yeah yeah so that's uh completely irrelevant but funny i think it's really funny i i, I absolutely dig that the uh oh god and uh, another one of our podcast listeners sent the, sent just sent us a picture of himself drinking malort good man yeah yeah i like malort yeah so he sent himself a picture of us drinking the Malorts. Can I and tell you that the rest of the bottle that I took home, I finished off on a Sunday, oh, just yeah. sitting there drinking Malort, man. It's uh, and this is and this is Kevin from By Kansas. Myself. Ke- Kevin, yeah. I think he's doing the same thing. It's Kevin <laughs> from Kansas City, and uh, he sends this thing. He's like, Throw "Son, it up on the screen." He's I, I don't know if no, I can from this device, but anyway, <laughs> he sends this thing, and he's like, uh, he sends a little thing. It says, "Son, one day you'll be a man," and he goes, "Dad, I'm 32," and he says. Son, my Vespa does more miles in a week than your motorcycle does all summer. <laughs> nice. Fair game, right? Uh-huh. I saw you rode the BV tonight. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Goddamn, can't keep a big scooter down, no, can you? No. no, big fun. You know what it is? Sometimes like, you just don't feel like shifting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. It happens to be all the time. Yeah. And when I think about what I'm going to ride home a lot of times, I'll be leaving here. And I'll be like, oh, God damn it. I don't want to drive a vehicle home. I don't want to drive a car home. don't want to drive a truck home. just want to fucking ride a bike home. Yep. And then I'm like, well, what do I want to ride? And it's funny because I'm like, okay, well, you know, the Harley's close to the door and it's pointing out. So I can get, you know, but I can't sneak it through the man door. It's got to yep. go out the garage so, door. Yeah, yeah. So that could be a problem depending on what's in the, in the service bay, right? But, yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm like, huh, all right, well, zeros. Yep. The zeros, just effortless, man. It's just, yep. it's a time travel device. So, yeah, many times I'll just... Launch a zero. It is. It and it's is. one of those things. It's it, like, it, I didn't want to shift gears today. And I'm sure the zero is the same because they're they're speedy. Mm-hmm. But to this day, it's been, what, a year now? Yeah. And I put 4,000 miles on the bike. Exactly. Three, and yeah. I still get a grin every time I crack that thing yeah. and pass somebody. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, this shouldn't do this. Dude, I passed you on a fucking scooter. Yeah. It just did something yeah. about it. It's just yeah. fun, man. Um, so Kevin, uh, Kevin from Kansas City sends us this great picture. Um, He's drinking a Corona as he's taking a year to grow a mullet. So <laughs> God love you, Kevin. You're taking a year to grow a fucking mullet. Right Cam, on. Cam's going to be jealous. Isn't well, it? that's what he's been doing. And so this is a week later. Kevin's oh. doing great with the mullet and he's drinking the Malort. Yeah. So well done, Kevin. That mullet is looking very proud. And uh, I do think that Malort tastes like the dirt 
you dig out from under the fingernails of a Polish resistance fighter. Yeah. To me, it tasted, when I got into it, it was because I was racing cyclocross, yeah. and it was in the mud. Yeah. And so it just, just tasted like, like the mud that yeah. you're already in your mouth. So it is a very weird organic flavor to yeah. it. I don't like it. It's um, mossy. It's a moss, like an oaky, mossy. Oaky, yeah. mossy. Fuck no, dude. It tastes like a litter box. Yeah. It just, it, it, it doesn't. Bi- so by organic, you mean shitty, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Then I, yeah. <laughs> then I yeah. agree. It does. It just doesn't taste good. It tastes like. <laughs> I like it, man. Uh, yeah, that was last year at Bandcamp for my 50th yeah. birthday. You know what? Malort is the, uh, what's the shit that people put on tacos that some people can't stand? Sriracha. No, no, no. The no, green cilantro. 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 Cilantro, sorry. Yeah, because some You're people right. I was thinking. Like, I was thinking yeah. cilantro, but I, I said sriracha. I think Malort is the cilantro it of is. alcohol. Because some people are kind of like, I like it, and some people yeah. are like, I can't fucking stand this. Stuff. No, I think that Malort <laughs> is something that people have trained themselves to lie about liking. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You, it's yes. like a fake it till you make it thing. Yes. But I, I, I'd like, I said, uh, yeah. would I do that? Though? How would I on Sunday sit by myself and drink a half a bottle of Malort? Yeah, but there's yeah, people there's that are like, for that. there's like people that <laughs> stick metal rods up their dick and then hit it <laughs> with like a hammer. And, and like, and they're not drinking. Beer. And the first guy <laughs> that tried not. that wasn't like, oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Let me try that again. It's effervescent. <laughs> no, you had to like, you had to like work up to that shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's like, that's the way I feel about the Malort. It is just not, <laughs> no time have I ever had Malort. And like people I love, Derek mm-hmm. and Selena for my birthday last year, they said, does anybody want to place an order of Malort from Chicago? Because that's where it comes from. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, I would like negative one bottle, please. <laughs> like, that means if you see me holding one, you can take it from me, right? And I was like, I would like negative one bottle. And so these guys, not wanting to know whether or not they caught the joke right. And Derek and Selena are very smart people. Mm-hmm. And they didn't catch the joke right. Like, they were like, we're not sure, so we're going to bring them a bottle no matter what. Uh-huh. And so very early in the game on Friday night, I was handed a bottle of Malort. And when the rule is, if somebody hands you a bottle, you open it, yeah. you drink it to show your appreciation. You don't take the bottle and leave the seal and be like, I'm going to save this to give it to somebody else later. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. You've made my shopping for the next event that much easier. It ain't a fucking gift card, man. <laughs> and I don't care what it is. You take a drink because you're a sport. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, they gave it to me and I, I took a big pull on that bottle and I was like, oh, fuck, man, I'm going to be drunk, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing with Malort. You can battle drunkenness if it's your team. Like, if you know the game and you know the field, you can battle drunkenness. You can be like, I know these stages of this drunkenness. Mm-hmm. I know the gates. So, you know, I, I've unlocked the locks. I've, I've cracked the seals. I know where I am. <laughs> but with Malort, you're like, that just fuck you, fucks you up because that's just a pit. That's literally just a pit that you didn't know was there. It's a Burmese so, tiger trap. So what you're saying is if you find Phil in an event and he's he's like like double fist in the fucking bottle of Malort sucking it down, no. that's the time to ask you to buy one of your bikes. Well, first of all, it's not me. <laughs> I mean, first of all, that is not me. That's a guy wearing a Phil Waters shirt who's clearly not fucking me, right? Yeah. That's an imposter, as we call that. Yeah. That's a stolen ask him what the price of That's a stolen is. valor yeah. asshole. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's probably trying to sell you something I own, but yeah, <laughs> it's not fuck it. him. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. Because no, I don't ever sit there and two fist the Malort. Well, <laughs> Malort should only be something you give to other people to watch him drink it. But that was so my what's point. What's the flavor so, profile of Malort? Garbage. You've never yeah. had it? Trash fire? It, it's hard to compare it to anything else. Is it like it is? 
no, 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 no. It is, it is, no. it is equally strong. Right. It is equally. Fuck you! It is equally like just, just anger face. It's, when you first yeah. have it, you, you, you go. There's no way that somebody made this on purpose. It is. Like, oh, I got to have it. Vic's Formula 44D. Oh. Formula 44D. Uh -huh. You know it. You know it when you get sick yeah. and you mm -hmm. have to drink it. It NyQuil tastes better than Formula 44D, right? Yeah. So NyQuil tastes yeah. better. And it has that. Yes. That, and that Formula 44D has that mouthiness yeah, to it. You're yeah. like, ah, ah, being sick isn't worth it. Yeah. And that's their <laughs> trick is to not people just drink a lot of 44D is to make it really like, you know, they, it, it tastes terrible, right? Yep, yep, yep. And so Malort, though, has that same flavor profile. It is very much like a, hmm, it tastes to me very much like many other strong liquors put together, and it is very akin to a Schliebowitz kind of thing, mm -hmm. but if the Schliebowitz, I'm not, I'm not joking, was filtered through a potted plant. <laughs> 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 yeah, and that, and potted plant. I don't know that flavor profile. Oh, then, flavor profile. But either. you, but I mean, have you ever like accidentally licked a brick? Eating dirt, right? Have you ever <laughs> fallen off your bicycle? Yeah. Like falling yeah. off your bicycle and get a mouthful yeah. of dirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what it tastes like. Have you ever pulled your shop vac <laughs> out of the garage, right? And forgotten that the last time you used the shop vac, it was to clean up some stuff like out of the bottom of your chimney or something, or, you know, there. And when you turned the shop vac on, it blasted out of the gazauda valve just a cloud of dirty, nasty shit that's been in the shop vac for the past three years. That's what Malort tastes like. Or how about this? One of those days when we were riding, and it was like 1,000 degrees, and everybody was complaining yeah. about being hot, and you had your boots on. Yeah, and you got home after a nine-hour ride, and you took those socks and you made tea with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of a malort kind of a. Added that tea to Where does this come eighty proof <laughs> alcohol. Eighty proof alcohol. Right. That asked the question, yeah. man. I just, I, I just thought it'd be a simple question. <laughs> no, because it's it's such a it's hard so to it's, describe. It's unique. So it's, it's not a flavor. Okay. It's yeah. a, it is at the Weird minimum. Flavor. It is a very strange flavor to me. Once you have it, you will never mistake it oh, for no. anything agreed. else. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> anything else. Uh, positive or negative. Oh, negative. I mean, I like it. I don't. I well, like yeah, it because you said that you drank a whole bottle yeah. by yourself. Yep. In the bathtub, naked or something. Yeah. Like well, that. yeah, yeah. Know. In a bloody bath. It was, well, so no, it's a wormwood-based schnapps. Yes. It has so an undefinable. I love this. The it has an undefinable <laughs> unsavoriness. <laughs> the fact that they use the term undefinable unsavoriness. unsavoriness. Two is, uns in a row is always a. Yeah. But look at the last part. Is an even greater challenge to communicate. Yes, well, and I totally agree. Yeah, um, it was deemed a medicinal <laughs> alcohol. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, so it it, it cures you, know, you of alcohol. Became an Andersonville <laughs> mainstay during Prohibition. <laughs> it was legal as it was deemed a medicinal alcohol. Wow. Um, you give that to a drunk. I love that. Like, we it, going to church on Sunday. A medicinal alcohol. We assume it's the miracle cure for my mouth tastes too normal and good right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as they said, the logo is tattooed on way too many biceps in Logo Logan Square. Oh, You're sure. exactly oh, yeah. right. This is the official 
drink of Chicago. And like we said, especially bike messengers. Yes, bike exactly. Messengers live on this. People shit. learn Jeez. how to drink this shit and lie about liking it because really, it's not like it has a particularly. It's a thirty-five percent alcohol content, so it's seventy proof. You know, it's not like it's insanely strong or anything. It comes mm-hmm. in a few percentage points below most bourbons and whiskeys and everything else, but it is very much a. I got it. Terrible. Go ahead. <laughs> it's the dominatrix of liquor. Because like it comes and it kicks your dick, and for some reason you're like, you know what? I think I want to go and have that done again. No, it's the dominatrix of lake liquor that you the next day find out was a 52 year old dude. Guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. nothing with Malort, go. nothing with Malort is ever better the next day. No, nobody's no. ever like you know. <laughs> things were headed sideways. But then I had that Malort, and it just straightened everything right out. Yeah. No. I made good decisions after that. A yeah. hundred of them. Nope. Malort, because these pants won't shit themselves. Right? Uh, there's Wasn't a lot that of... officially the ad? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's like Malort, because, you know, sometimes you need to unfriend somebody in person. Yeah. Malort, because, Dad, I never liked you anyway. Right. Um, yeah, there's but a lot of them. You have to unfriend somebody yeah. in person. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. We found only one out of 49 men will drink Jepson's Malort after the first shock glass. Um, yeah, the, that was on the original Jepson's Malort label. So they've obviously always known they knew that they've had something crazy show. going yeah. on. Um, anyway, so that's the, that's the game. Um, it tastes like pencil shavings and heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> Malort tastes like fertilizer, except it doesn't grow on you. <laughs> Imagine twisting damp socks after a heavy workout and squeezing the moisture into See? a bottle. Fill I told the bo- you. Fill the bottle with fat and let it ferment in a warm closet. <laughs> Malort knew. actually tastes like a baby aspirin wrapped in a grapefruit peel, bound with rubber bands, and then soaked in well gin. Well, that actually that's pretty good. is probably not yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. an old sock. You yeah. got to bring an old sock because it needs that musty, gross fucking... If going. Malort isn't the liquid equivalent of a Chicago winter, I'm not really sure what is. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, what yeah. the hell's a Nintendo Switch cartridge? Uh, it's something you're not allowed to know about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a stupid Chicago tradition. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. This is my... A stupid Chicago tradition that has gone too far. <laughs> this literally tastes like throw up. That is not an exaggeration. The aftertaste is just about the worst thing I've ever had in my mouth other than the aftertaste of vomit. It was the worst liquor I've ever had, and hopefully my review will save you from having to endure this stupid tradition. <laughs> if somebody ever calls you unmanly... Oh, for not drinking it? Do you know Binnie's. where this came from? Binnie's Beverage. Oh, the place where sorry. I have been sent to procure Malort yeah, on yeah, several right. occasions. Yep. That's a hell of a story. That is a hell of a story That's to where come Dan from Binnie's. bottle. Yep. Dan got our bottle from Benny's, Benny's. when he also bought $2,700 yeah. yeah. worth of This Malort books. tastes like a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Cromkey? Yeah. Cromkey, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. From, he got it from Benny's. Yeah. This Malort tastes like somebody vomited up their gin, and now you're drinking it from a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say about drinking Malort that hasn't already been said about drinking pesticide? <laughs> <laughs> it's like swallowing a burnt condom full of gas. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> when you're putting your kids' shoes on and it's getting time to replace them, the way they smell is how Malort tastes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What does a punch in the face taste like? Malort. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. And, like, 
So our podcast listener is sitting there going, this isn't that bad. Mm. No, it no. is that It's bad. a trap. Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap. Right. It's, a trap. <laughs> it's one of those things that you're right. In a hundred years, some alien race is going to find Oof. us. And some alien race is going to be going and going like, bourbon. And they're going to drink it. And they're going to be like, ah. But, you know, they're going to be like, but everyone liked it. And there's sciences written and books written about it and everything else. And you go, okay, you know, humans were weird. And you know, they're going to go like hot sauce and like we have competitive hot sauce eating. Yeah. It's, it's mm. something that literally is a chemical warfare against your body. Mm. You know, mm. here, eat this. Your sinuses will go inverted and your eyeballs will fall back in the inside of your head. You'll bleed from your ears. Ooh, it's hot. I get a T-shirt because um, we're dumb. Like our society's just stupid. But they're going to find a bottle of Malort or they're going to find a dude with a tattoo on a, from a bottle of Malort. And they're going to see the tattoo, and they're going to see the bottle of Malort, and one of them is going to taste it. And they're going to be convinced that that guy was part of some strange underground slave class <laughs> or that could only drink things that were filtered through 100 feet of peat. You know? Or they're going to find out that they love it, and it's actually an alien drink. Oh, that it was accidentally left here. Left here, yeah. Some fucking yeah. knucklehead yep. who's supposed to clean up after himself <laughs> and leave no trace right. left a case of that shit. Yep. And, and old man Jepson yeah. found it. And he was like, well, I can make some money, can make some money on this. Better yeah. than that, it's probably their fuel. It is probably their fuel <laughs> for their really shitty aircraft. Yeah, exactly it runs it. the generator on the back side. That's, that is it. And it, it's just, yeah. <laughs> just right. It's it. actually probably the waste product of their vehicle. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking at this point. I don't think it's actually anything good for anything. I probably, no, it's, no. You're probably just drinking effluent. Yeah. You know? But you know what? Yeah. It probably would cure Rona. It probably would cure Rona. Yeah, yeah it probably would cure Rona. Give it a try. Let us know. I Maybe. wonder... Since Chicago was this giant slaughterhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Think about that. Like at the period yeah. of time, Chicago was a giant slaughterhouse. Yep. Sausage there factories. are many, many byproducts of the slaughterhouse industry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard a story once. It's probably a rumor about Guinness. And when they'd cleaned out the vats that the Guinness was made in, mm -hmm. you know, many, many years later, there were dead rats in there. They'd found the, the bodies of, of dead rats, rats that had fallen into these giant vats of Guinness. Yep. And uh, Dropkick Murphys did a song about it called Good Rats. And, uh, yep. But some people had said that those rats were what gave Guinness its particular mm. taste. Mm -hmm. And again... <laughs> Wasn't there a percentage Allegedly. of rat pee in Corona? Not the virus, but the beer. <laughs> the the virus is totally free of rat pee. <laughs> yeah, right, However, right. that yeah, awful beer. drink. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. The world's and arguably one of my least favorite beers of on the time, planet. Right. A beer that's so bad, you have to put a lime on the top of it. Right. To keep drink. the flies yeah. from going into it. <laughs> right. Because the lime keeps flies away. But flies are only attracted to bad stuff, yeah, usually. Yeah. You know, flies palate is not really great. So, yeah, if you got to use a lime to keep the insects out of your beer, yeah. it's probably not good beer. No. Again, here we go. Shandy. Yeah. To the market garden, Shandy. Yay! Pretty amazing. All right. So who's going to Cedar Point? For what? Anything. Not oh, I. Those. Oh, they're open yeah. tomorrow, right? They're open tomorrow. Yeah, not I. What? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And Cedar water Point. parks. You want to go sit? You? Yeah, you want to go? No. no. I got a season what? pass. Last year, I bought the season pass during the crazy. For like 30 bucks right. or something, right? It was the $100 yeah. gives you like a season pass for the end of last year yep. for all the Halloween weekends and shit. Free parking forever, like yep. for the tour of the season pass. 
And then they announced that if you bought the season pass last year, it automatically got turned into a season pass for this year. Mm -hmm. And then when Corona hit, they said it automatically becomes a season pass for next year. (laughs) Oh, jeez. So the season pass you bought last October is good good for all of 20 and 21. Right. And it's free parking, too. So now I would go to Cedar Point just to use the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm parking for free, huh. and I might as well walk around and be at Cedar Point. And if you're in the front of the coaster, yeah. you're just getting other people sick. You're cool. Oh, yeah, you're, you're fine. Just exactly. Just there. play like, isn't this ride great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that the Cedar Point Splash City water park oh, no, 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 or no, no, that no. the Cedar Point, any of the rides whatsoever, not to mention the cattle yeah, lines, the cattle divining system yep. that is the Cedar Point ride experience Blowing mist on you, which the mist then blows onto somebody else. Yes, you're it's right. It's like the coronavirus is like sweet. They got they got fucking RTA here. We have an automatic. <laughs> we can surf. Yeah, right. right. Check this out. Yeah. I have automatic aerosolization. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. I'm but they're totally going to clean it, like all the little rides every time they do a loop, right? Yeah, right, right. Like wash everything. Down. Sure, because yeah. that's going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As, as we've discovered mostly, it's not that I can clean this glass right. and hand it to Chris. It's that when I'm handing the class to Chris, we're close enough yeah. yep. that he will now get the things that come out of my mouth at 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and he can catch them in his mouth. Right. And that's how we do it. It's not this that's giving us the disease. It's this. It's the closeness. And that's why it's like right now we're able to keep our distances from each other. And we're not screaming and yelling at the top of our lungs so much. We should probably get those big spit shields right in front of us. Probably. Though. Well, oh, we God. also made a, a gentleman's agreement uh, many weeks ago that yeah. if anybody's sick, don't come in. Oh, exactly. Right. Like even, <laughs> right. even a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this guy. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right. The, uh... <gasps> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're just old? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. And think about this. He's what not beer sick. Are we drinking? He's just old. He brought the beer. He probably licked every one of them. Probably did. Yeah. Oh, that's stop. it. And yeah. the beer, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. They, you know, I did get that testing done, and so when yeah. I got the yeah. testing done, they when they did the testing, they discovered that although my antigen count wasn't high enough to use my plasma as a means of treating other people, they did find that. Here, we get that one booger out of the back. Here they were. Now. They did get that. Um, <laughs> been bothering me for years. Look at this one. Holy <laughs> they shit! They just stuffed that fucking thing all the way to the dome. They did the fucking lucky to pain proof man trick got, on me. You did. They got up there and you had like 47 ideas go, you're like, exactly. <laughs> I promise to never think about that ever again. Yeah. I thought that was gone. I thought that was gone. Wait a second. Maybe I you did. Start speaking oh, fluid yeah. Italian. Exactly. You're like, what the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> what? I can do, I can do algebra. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, it is not at all kidding when I tell you that the test that they did on me when they discovered the corona in my body, mm-hmm. what they had learned was that. The corona in my body was like the most intensely beaten down, ridiculously abused corona they'd ever seen. Really? Well, because I have a notoriously they named it it Porco. I have I have a notoriously (laughs) notoriously good immune system, and that's how I'm going to get. This is the irony is that I'm going to get say this and then get corona and die. Yeah. And but I have I have always been able to to kick things real fast. I've always been able to heal really quick. I've had a lot of broken bones, and they tend to heal real fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced it's because of the nonstop stress that I put on my body through, you know, conditioning. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And well, I have just been lucky enough to, to had, just get that. Yeah. You had a broken foot. Instead of doing anything about it, you just wore a motorcycle boot. I did. I walked it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but, to speak. Yeah. This is, my friend, this is our friend Lucky, the pain-proof man, as he's uh, doing the corona test um, <laughs> there. So Lucky's doing the corona test on himself. Um, 
uh, Lucky does the Maggie's Farm mm-hmm. uh, stuff, and mm-hmm. so he's a Pittsburgh. He's one of our Pittsburgh guys. We met him in the scooter community. So um, you meet the nicest guys in the scooter community. But if you ever see Lucky's act um, at the very end of Lucky's act, when he's shamelessly pandering for money, he will let oh, you staple. Yeah. <clears throat> he'll let you staple money to him using a staple gun. And uh, I think Jesse Noblet was able to staple a fiver to his face with a standard Black and Decker traditional um, staple gun. So yeah, but yeah, Lucky's Lucky's game for that. He's he's legit. Um, but also one of just a fantastic tikiologist. Like he's a real a real mixologist. He's a he's a good Jesus dude. Screwdriver. So yeah, Lucky's Lucky's legit. He's the he's the man. But he's. Uh, He's a fun guy to have around if you ever want to have a... And plus, he's just Guaranteed a good, to break the ice at parties. <clears throat> yeah, but he's also... He brings his own props. So when he does his act, he drinks a quart of motor oil in the act. Um, he'll... That'll keep the mail He'll moving. do cinder blocks. Yeah, exactly. He'll do cinder blocks on his chest and let you smash him with a hammer and whatnot. Um, he's a hell of a showman. He does the broken glass thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, he's legit. I mean, he's a real good sideshow... Real good sideshow act and just a, a fantastic human being. So look up Lucky the Painproof Man. Um, good times. Every, every every single time you're around Lucky. And if you happen to be lucky enough to be sitting across the bar from him yeah. and he's mixing drinks, game on, buddy. Yeah, fantastic bartender. So, yeah, good dude. Generally, just just fantastic. And there he is with a, a, a blunderbuss and a bottle of booze. Good for <laughs> good for you, Lucky. They, uh, but he's one of those he's one of those dudes that, I learned about mm. practicing for the Corona test. Ugh. Yeah. And so I got myself one of those real long spikes and cleaned it up real good and made sure to lube it up. Mm-hmm. And lube. I practiced for my Corona <laughs> test. And oh, that's you know what? Yeah. So there's the, that's, that's your, uh, that's what your goal is oh, right there. If you're yeah. doing it that way, you're doing it right. So if you're not doing it that way, you might give yourself a brain injury or forget things you didn't mean to forget. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I live? Yeah. The, Where uh, am I? Yeah, I can tell you if you hit the back of your head really, really hard against the ice, you will forget where you live. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what kind of car you drive too? Because I couldn't find my car. <laughs> I was looking at all these cars and I was like, "Which one of these you is mine?" <laughs> and I was like, "There was one car that had a big Vespa sticker on the back," and I was like, like oh, oh, "That's, that's probably my car." I've always been a helmet guy. Yeah, but this is like '98, '97, a long time ago. Yeah, I decided I really wanted to get good at wheelies, so I bought this three wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, three wheelers are great because they have two back wheels. They it's do. Great. They can't so fall I, to the left. I got on it. And I, you yeah. know, it was a 200 axle Honda, whatever. Yep. And so I hit the I hit the thumb throttle, and the front wheel came up a little bit. And first, I was like, oh man, I should go put a helmet on. I'm like, but that was so easy. Let me do it again. Oh, and so okay. I whacked mm. it again, and I went straight back, <sighs> noggin to the pavement. And I woke up about seven hours later, and the fucking three wheeler was still in first gear, going down this field. It's just like you know, way away from like what the fuck? Just yeah. rrr, you know. <laughs> but you're not kidding, man. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was. I was my bell was rung. And clearly, dude. it's like you didn't later. even know this. It's the reset button. Yeah, it's fucking the weird, reset man. button for your brain is like right behind the medulla oblongata. Yeah. Like when you hit that hard <laughs> enough. It's just like do over. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, I really was struggling. You could marry a different person. Like there's any number of shit you could get away with because I nothing. Yeah. I looked at my phone and went, oh boy. <laughs> and all I did was, you know, it was a long time ago, so the phones didn't flip or anything. And I was just, I just, and I saw a button that said home. I went, well, that sounds like it'll a winner. So I hit that button, and a woman picked up, and I said hello, hi. I said. 
um, do we still live in Pine Tree? Uh, and she goes, we haven't lived there in years. Oh, no. And I went, okay. She went, what the fuck? Are you all right? And I was like, well, I hit my head snowboarding. <laughs> and she's like, I'm coming to get you right now. Yeah. And I said, no, no, it's okay. I'm, 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 I'm cool. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just gonna lay down for a little What's while and relax. <laughs> and she's like, I'm coming to get you right now. And I was just like, I don't know what her name is. It just said home. It could have been my mother, right? It could have been anybody. It took. It was a dead fucking reset on my brain. Yeah. Again, I only found my my car because it had a Vespa sticker in the back of it, and that wow. was in my lizard brain. So like. Who else would have a Vespa sticker? And I did make it. I walked out to the parking lot and managed to find that. But I did. So I escaped from the ski patrol. Like I went back very quietly and grabbed all my shit and snuck out and yeah. got in this van, turned it on and called my wife back. And I said, you know, I was, we were dating at the time. I was like, so can you talk me home yeah. from the ski center? You know? And she's like, I'm just going to come and get you. I'm like, no, it'll be fine. You just talk me home. Dude, I, I worked at Brandywine. Yeah. What you're saying, like you escaped from the ski patrol? Yeah. You escaped from nine stone, 21-year-old kids. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> they, but they were all trying to help me within an inch of my life. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely. They had a lot of gear they had to prove that they knew how to use. Yeah. 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 But again. Little, the little fanny packs opened up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard the zip, the zip of like nine zips going at the same time. They did put me in that sled thing. Oh, yeah. That's and Because uh, <clears throat> when I came to, I was in the sled. <laughs> so I was in the sled, and I was like, Unusual, because they had the neck brace thing on me and everything Let me else. Guess, so. Was this when Brandywine decided to build a half pipe, but they didn't know what they were doing, so they froze water. Yeah, and it was oh, just. I mean, it was just pure ice. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was that. pure ice. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. Is like, but it, again, if you ski in Ohio, if you ski in Cleveland, you know about ice. You know about ice yeah. and gravel and yeah. like you know, you're like, oh look, I'm skiing, and you're like, no, you're not skiing. Wait, just give it a second. Yeah. No, you're buying a new snowboard. That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, you're, yeah, grinding. you're literally grinding everything off the bottom of your deck. It's just Jeez. the way it works. So, yeah, that's about it. Anybody got anything else? No, no dude, I think that's it. Um, I, I would just say the last week's video looked great. Yeah, we tried. It worked good. Yeah. yeah, it came out okay, and hopefully this one's going to work too. Well, it didn't shut off. It didn't shut off, and that's a good thing, and nobody kicked the cord out. So I'd say no. we're, looking, we're looking awesome. It's we, were all out, we were out of practice. Days of wine yes. and roses as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We're yeah. looking pretty good. If we can just be back to like being off-color, and like being just dumb jokes, I think that's fine. That's I'm to good. I'm totally okay with that. Without having you to do heroic editing, editing yeah. yeah, that yeah. that did suck. That last one was interesting. And like the funny part was, is that at one point that had shut yes. off. And, and then, then the other point died, that had shut off. And I'm like, oh god! But somehow it didn't it didn't happen where they both shut off. No, at the they same were not time. both off at the same time. So if you're watching the video, <laughs> you can see where the disaster strikes. Yeah. yeah. It's a very funny thing. Like, and, then, yeah. and the best part was Nick, and I even I put a graphic up. Yeah. Because Nick's like, when the thing goes off, he's like, don't worry. The audio from this will save the yes, podcast. Exactly. Jokingly, right? Jokingly. Right? But yeah. it saved it. It saved the fucking <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And Nick was mostly making fun of you yeah. for your um, evangelical appreciation of the GoPro audio. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Because exactly. Everyone else is like, these things sound like shit. Yep. And but, meanwhile, you've saved how many podcasts with that yeah, audio? Yeah, so, no kidding, man. Yeah, <laughs> never forget know. all the board and all the microphones. Sometimes that little—I mean—and the microphone in there is the size of a gnat's left testicle. Yeah, like there's no microphone on the planet that's smaller than that. And it's catching everything. I yeah. really don't yeah. understand how it does it. I don't either. But Be here's the weird part: yeah. you put it on a fucking motorcycle everywhere right. else, and it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what, it's sitting right there. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah, and it is seriously. You're like, well, you know. When people are talking about like 
this guy was a spy and he, he did this and he had this ballpoint pen that, you know, there was a microphone right. and oh. everything else. And now you're like the microphone for that. that could plant that could literally pass through your vascular system mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and, and like that. end up in one of your like capillaries and just be like, that's where it lives now. And so since this is publicly yeah. available and affordable, that right. was probably high tech in 72. Yeah, like that's what got yeah. Nixon or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. A microphone that looked like a flower. That <laughs> no, was actually a microphone that looked like a telephone. Right. <laughs> like, we've hidden a microphone inside of this telephone. But isn't there already a microphone in that telephone? Yeah, but yes. this one captures secrets. Yeah. <laughs> this is another microphone other than the microphone that's already in the telephone. Think about that. Yeah. They didn't just like hack into a phone call. They bugged phones. So they, they literally went into a room that already had a microphone in it. Put yeah. another one in there. Right. And put a bunch more microphones <laughs> in it because of redundancy right. and like a whole lot of microphones was the answer. Right. And, you know, they take apart these buildings 20 years later and find all this ancillary wiring in yep. there. Yep. And you're like, what the actual shit? Well, yeah. that's what, did you ever see? They just had that, that, that documentary hit from DeLorean. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they had all the, and so yeah. they showed DeLorean getting busted. Yeah. And it was like, the quality was so terrible. Oh my Jesus like, Christ. I've seen Martian porn that looks better <laughs> filmed from earth than the DeLorean video that put the man in jail. Yeah. You'd think they would have spent more than 75 cents on, any, on like yeah. the Fisher price, my first video camera thing. And the angle, the angles like on the floor, I was looking up at the guys like you can't see shit. Again. Like, yeah. This is where it was. This was cops in leisure suits. <laughs> too much polyester and way too much cocaine. Oh, yeah. They were like, how much cocaine do we need in the suitcase to bust John DeLorean? Just enough to prove it's cocaine. <sighs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put the camera. I don't know. Where the fucking camera go, dude? I don't know. Where the fucking dude, camera? I don't know where the camera is. Let's fucking do this thing. Are you doing the cocaine? No, I'm just smelling it. Right. It's fine. <laughs> Quality control. We got to prove it's cocaine. Cool. Fucking hell. All right, we don't have these problems today, dude. Ride fast and take chances.